Welcome to Blank Check with Griffin and David. Hello, everyone. It's producer Ben. Now, this week, we have another installment of Best of Moments, this time from our Star Wars Episode 3 Revenge of the Sith miniseries. Now, normally, you know, guys, this is a podcast where we cover directors' filmographies, right? We examine these filmmakers who have massive success early on, and then Hollywood is just throwing them blank checks, right? Just throwing it at these auteurs. And sometimes, well, the check's clear, and other times they bounce, baby. Originally, though, Griffin and David Present was a podcast that exclusively discussed the Star Wars prequels. And like the previous two episodes, I will also remind our listeners, this is still very much a no-bits podcast. No-bits pro Smiths. But Griffin and David started out by viewing first The Phantom Menace as a standalone film and didn't know that episodes two through six existed until amazingly discovering these movies at the end of each miniseries run. Now, finally, one last message um, before we begin. Uh, If you are, in fact, a Sith Lord, I ask that you kindly stop listening right now. All right, enjoy the best of the revenge of the podcast. This is uh, Griffin and David present. Ah! No, no, Revenge no, 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 of the no, no, podcast. No, no. Revenge of the podcast. This is our new mini series. Do they say I have a bad feeling about this in this one? They oh, say yeah. it a lot in the second one. Oh, yeah. yeah. They say it within the first 20 minutes of this film, which mm. is what we're covering today on today's episode, as is tradition. It's tradition. We always. We have so many hoary old traditions. We break off a mini series, which is the first up into the first crazy edit. Yep. So there's, what do you call it? It's not a wipe edit. It's the one It's that's, like a windshield wiper edit. <laughs> like the one, it's like, it's like the clock edit. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like the hands of a clock. Yeah, we're doing the first battle sequence slash lightsaber fight yeah. slash plane crash, 22 minute. It's a, I just called it a cartoon episode. It's like an episode it's of, an episode you know, yeah. Samurai Jack. I have an al- analogy. It, well, in, except it's not a masterpiece. Right. I have I have an analogy uh, I want to throw out later in the episode. But I, uh, just, you know, let's just set the table quickly. Yeah. Because who knows? Maybe first time listener. It could be. Uh, this is a miniseries. Uh, it started out as, as us doing a limited series about The Phantom Menace, a film that we thought never got a sequel. Yeah, we're real stupid. George Lucas's sci-fi opera clearly had big plans, bigger narrative ambitions. We found out at the end of that miniseries that, in fact, there was a sequel called Attack of the Clones. Yeah, real good. The second Phantom Menace movie. Yeah, Uh, we took a brief detour into uh, judging the judge. It's okay. Let's let's stick on Star Wars for now. The original question was, what is the Phantom Menace about? Oh, yeah, yeah, right. And then this with Attack of the Clones, it was, is this a good sequel? Wait, do you have a core question for this third film we've just uncovered? You don't. I don't have one yet. Okay. I mean, I have, to make a, I have to make a confession. I, this week, for two reasons, uh, only watched up to the point that we're discussing today. Okay. One is I thought, let's keep it fucking pure. Mm. Okay? I have now uncovered the memories, because we we didn't know this movie existed, and then we realized we did, in fact, know it existed. I know why I buried the memories. I'll tell you that much. I saw it three times in theaters, and I don't remember, I don't remember, like, any of it. Really? Like, you really don't? I remember the end only. Sure. I feel like. I was watching this shit, and I, like, none of it was ringing a bell. Um, But so I I watched the first 22 minutes on it, because I was like, keep it pure. Actually, don't have the knowledge of where it's going when you're watching it, you know? Okay. And only talk about it, the what the beginning call. sets up. Yeah. Um, and uh, two was a, a, a poor time planning on my part. Yeah. Um, That's the real reason. Time management. I put it on last night. 
and uh, just couldn't turn it off. Yeah. Um, I'm just bringing up the opening crawl. I don't have a core question yet because I, I, I haven't seen the whole thing yet, but I, I think it... Um, Shoot. Uh, I'm trying to find the right way to word this. I feel like it has to be something about, like, now that we know he's made three of them. George Lucas. We writer and director. We've been analyzing these movies from this stance of, like, what was he trying to do? What what, what did he want this to build to? Okay. We now have the complete picture. The Star Wars trilogy. The Phantom Menace trilogy. That's true. Right? Yes. I feel like the question has to be, like, what what was... Does this conclude the story well? Yeah, you know? yeah. I guess I guess yeah. that's the question. That's is the this question. A, is this a fitting end to the Star Wars trilogy? That's the question. Yeah, that's the mystery. That's the investigation. We figured it out. There we go. Jeez, it's like pulling teeth with you. I haven't been sleeping well. <laughs> All right, now here's this is about as blinding a left turn. This is a U-turn. Okay, I'm gonna eat some peanuts while you read this. Yeah, in a stunning move, the fiendish droid leader General Grievous has swept into the Republic Capitol and kidnapped Chancellor Palpatine, leader of the Galactic Senate. Okay, first off, George, a little, you know, uh, to describe your own yeah, move is stunning. Yeah, pump You it. know what I'm saying? Like, you're not saying, like... And not like the Black Eyed A man of stunning it. power. You're saying, like, a stunning narrative turn. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. In a stunning off-screen narrative turn, yeah. a, a person you've never heard of... Okay, wait, give me give me the sentence again. In a stunning move, the fiend-destroyed leader, General Grievous, has swept into the Republic Capitol and kidnapped Chancellor Palpatine, the leader of the Galactic Okay, okay, okay. So Palpatine's a hostage. Yeah. Pretty cool. Which is interesting because we also know... Yeah, he's pulling the strings on both sides. Right, and we don't know who Grievous works for. Who he is or what he is or what's going on or why he's fiendish. Yeah, no, okay. (laughs) So I'm kind of liking this now. Okay, so Grievous... No, I am. I'm liking this a lot. I got a stiffy. Grievous is a droid general. Does that mean he is... A, a the general of the droids does he command all the droids? Is that his job? That they went okay, clones well, one side, humans, non-cloned humans one side, droids one side, three sides like a triangle. Or do they? Is he? Did they need a general? And they were like, let's build one. As the separatist droid army attempts to flee the besieged capital with their valuable hostage, two Jedi knights lead a desperate mission to rescue the captive chancellor. Dot, dot, dot. I wonder which two. It's good to know. It's interesting to note that, like, this preamble really only speaks to the first 20 minutes of the movie. Like, the rest of the movie, this doesn't really have anything to do with. Which is maybe... Because the first 20 minutes solves this issue, yeah. the kidnapping, and the war, pretty, like, you know, 90% of it at least. Maybe how the crawl should function? Like, maybe, maybe. just yeah, set yeah, up... Sure. So we have mysteries. It's just so some we backstory. Have... Right. Okay, so the two Jedis, I'm guessing, are going to be Ariel Puth and Yaddle. And you're absolutely—Yaddle never shows up again. We actually never talked about no, that. She's, she's only in episode one. She's not one. in the council in the other ones. Um, they uh, fired her. Yeah. Uh, I this is this is a good sidebar just because uh, a lateral thinking, uh, no one listening would would have this thought. Um, uh, Yaddle and uh, uh, man, uh queer queer man Yariel Poof. Mm. Um, makes me think of uh, I, last night I was reading our reviews on iTunes. Okay. Producer Ben, Woo! a.k.a. Producer Ben, a.k.a. Ben Deucer, a.k.a. Hello Fennel, a.k.a. Mr. Positive, a.k.a. The Haas. Hey, that's great. I'm so excited to hear that people are leaving reviews. That's so awesome. 25 five-star reviews. Oh, that's yes. really great. Thank you, guys. That's one, so great. One-star review what? from Fine. some fucking Sith Lord. Oh, really? Out there. I don't know who it was. They didn't write the did review. Did he identify himself as a Sith Lord? You're not didn't supposed to do that. They did not write the review. Oh, they, they just, just gave left a one-star. 
Can you pull it up though? Because we have... I'm trying to find it. Yeah, okay. my, the internet in here is really bad. Yep, we had a review um, that corrected. They, you know, very nice things people had to say, including the two reviews written by Ben. Um, very, <laughs> thank very you, Ben. Nice thank things. you, Ben. <laughs> and you'll know which two they are because one of them is signed the Haas and the other one is signed Mr. Positive. Um, but uh, <laughs> one of the reviews pointed out that we have been making a big faux pas across too many series. The What's Jedi that? with the cockroach face, who we have been calling Clue Clune this entire time, yeah. is in fact called Plo Clune. Oh, shit. They That's said, how like, you pronounce show it. Clune. Sorry about that. So His name is never said aloud. I believe no. that's part of the problem. Apologies to Plo Clone. Yeah. Apologies to the cockroach race he represents. He's got a cockroach face. Okay, well, I'm just loading these reviews. They'll be ready okay. in like 20 minutes. But, so but, like, hey, let's... <laughs> you know what? Keep it up. Keep rating. Keep mm-hmm. reviewing. Unless you're a fucking Sith. Mm-hmm. We got in no time case, for your one-star yeah. garbage. Three or higher. Guess what? No, if... five or higher. Okay, how about this? Six or higher. Well, no, then no one's going to leave a review because they won't figure out how to leave a six-star review. Have you been watching the review? Yeah, it's the best. Did you see the six-star yeah, episode? It's yeah, the it's best. fantastic. That's my favorite show on television. <laughs> it's the best. Um, I give it six stars. Me too. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm throwing down the gauntlet right now. Uh, if you give us a one-star rating or a review, you are not allowed to listen to the show anymore. <laughs> Boom. Done. Done. Fuck you. Done. No Fucking Siths allowed. Crawl, 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 crawl. Yeah, does then that. fades into just space. Mm-hmm. Then we see a ship go by. Yeah, that's true. The okay. first one, it's the, uh, the the Jedi ambassador ship, you know? Mm-hmm. And in the second one, it's, uh, you know, Amidala's ship. Yeah, uh, uh, Royal Cruiser, whatever. Yeah, and this one, it's like we see the sun... Yeah, and then we kind of pan down to Coruscant, and then we see this like epic battle is happening. We over see there are Coruscant. like a billion ships, yeah. right? And already, I'm like, this movie is is kind of saying like like it's zooming out as wide as possible. This is something I'm going to talk about a lot. Yeah. Like it's really trying to show off how much detail it can fit into a frame, which is annoying. Congratulations, yeah, you've great done job, it. Georgie. Tons of detail. I hope you're happy. Yep. Drink that detail in a cup of my diarrhea. Mix it in with diarrhea. I got a fucking Diarrhea McFlurry machine. You can pick your mixin'. Your mixin' is details. Carry on. We pan down. Yep. One ship, the central ship, sort of flies by in classic Phantom Menace fashion. Yeah. But there's so much other fucking shit going on. What usually happens is ships flying by. Right. Then there's, like, a big action. Right. And then there's, like, a lull, right? And then, yeah, yeah, we, we right. get so, to something. So in, yeah. in clones, we got ship goes by, lands... There's a lot of silence. You see people standing there. It's like peaceful. It lulls you into it. Explosion. It's a a bad opening. In Phantom, we see the ship going by. They're communicating uh, permission to dock, this and that. The ship land. There's like four minutes before they get in, but it like it situates you into the world. Not this time. War. My brain immediately turned off. I know. It's really terrible. It's such a fucking overload. Well, especially because it's like, yeah, it's a cartoon. It's just a cartoon thing you're watching. It's just like... And it's like 17 minutes before we have more than one line long, of dialogue at the same time. Real long. Right? So you've got... I like the balance between like actors... Because th- this shit's going on. I don't care. You've given me no reason to care. Don't yeah. assume just because I watched the two other movies. Maybe do your big space battle at the end. Like yeah. in Phantom Menace. Yeah. Where it doesn't work, but it works better than this. You gotta let us get into our seat. You gotta let us kick our shoes off. You gotta let us resituate ourselves War. to the characters... Ugh. War! Ugh. War! We got the battle, and then I think, as you're mentioning, there's this thing where they like crash, 
into the ship. Oh, right. They and do then a there's a crazy like, crash. Oh, they barely make it in. Yeah, and, yeah. and there's a bunch of droids in there, and like R2 has like four things. Okay, we where gotta he, talk like, about R2. We gotta talk he, like, about R2. Running around, he lights them on fire, he sprays them with oil. R2's suddenly Inspector Gadget. And it's really annoying. It's really fucking annoying. R2 has by and large been a tactical yeah. robot. Yeah. He's a repair droid, basically. Right. And he's which is simple, utilitarian. Yeah. He's not meant to move around. You put him in the ship, he yeah. repairs shit, right? And in the second movie, he had this brief like moment of insanity where he like brutalizes C3PO and flies around, but like it doesn't have any relation to anything and it just sort of felt And also on. the only special power we saw him use was the rockets. Like even knocking off C3PO, like he did that in a very like in a way that was consistent with his movements in the first movie. Sure, if that makes yeah, any yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But dragging this... C3PO's head was like, okay, he's got like a cord. All of a sudden, he's got like four arms that come out of his body. Like he's like holding lines. a cell phone. He's like holding a cell- those blue lines on <laughs> I know, his I chest. Know. They're like little arms. Aren't just like they flip out. They're like articulated with like multiple joints in them. And then he's also got that data spike thing. Yep. Plus he's got the like the rockets. Yeah. And he's, he can, can shoot. He can fucking pee pee oil. <laughs> he pee pees oil, and then he uses the rockets to burn people with the oil. He's fucking. He's Inspector Gadget. And he's goofy. Um, but not only that, and I, I watched He's the, moving so I watched, fast, too. I watched the movie with my girlfriend last night, and she had some insights. Humble uh, Because she hasn't, yeah. <laughs> because she hasn't seen um, this movie. I don't think she'd ever seen this okay. movie. She'd seen the other one. Okay. And she was just as, as really horrified, especially when he pees oil all over them and then sets them on fire. Yep, gross. The, the big battle droids. And she was like, he's not supposed to be violent. Like, R2's like a, you know, cute little guy. He likes, you know... You know, he's sort of an ornery little guy, but he's not, like, it's like a shockingly violent scene. Like, imagine if those weren't robots. John Grievous is there at his base, and he's like, like, it's all, the second, this feeds into, like, the white noise thing of the movie that's going on, right? Like, they introduce him, and he's got seven different ticks. At the yeah, same it's time. Yeah, yeah the, he's got a cape. He's limping. He's coughing. He's yeah, got weird well, eyes. I don't have it. He, <laughs> he collects lightsabers in his jacket. Like, I already <laughs> can't pay attention to this character because too much is there's too much business. There is entirely too much And not much only business. that, we've been told this is like an important character yeah. who somehow kidnapped the Chancellor. He comes off immediately like a fool. Like a fool. Like he's decrepit. Yeah. He doesn't seem to be able to like walk around really well. No. He this whole Chancellor kidnapping plan isn't working. No, he takes not. the Jedi's lightsabers and literally puts them in his pocket. Yeah. They immediately just call them back. Like you couldn't put him in like a locked box at least. He's like, oh, I'll add it to my collection. Opens jacket, has a pocket, puts them in the pocket. The jacket doesn't close. There's no zipper. It's a cloak. It's not a jacket, it's a, it's it's a, a cloak. Cape. He's, got, right, a, he's got a cape pocket. It's just it's literally what? Why, why do you like put them away? Yeah, he's a bad they character. have force powers. They can, they can make anything go into their hands. He's it's, a bad character. He's the worst character. There's so much more to talk about with him. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Now I think that he's in the cartoons, right? Yes. Like it, like that's where his backstory. He's lies. really cool in the Johnny Tarkovsky cartoon. I bet. He I'm fucking sure. makes a meal he's... out of his design, and they make him an almost silent character, and so oh. just he's a physical. Wait, we presence. forgot to mention his accent. Because he has like a, a, a Dracula accent. Yeah. He's like, bring the Jedi to me. It feels very uh, like inspired by Hotel Transylvania. <laughs> it's a very Hotel Transylvania vibe. Blah, blah, blah. Now, I Everyone read that Gary Oldman almost played this role. Yeah, and then I heard John Reese davies almost played the role. And but, instead, a guy who worked at Industrial Light and Magic played this role. 
How did that happen? I have no was he just like in the like in the canteen and was going like, oh, I'm Dracula, and and George Lucas was like, hire this man. And I really think Georgie Porgy wanted to get this movie over with. Yeah, that's possible because um, I believe Oldman couldn't do it because the movie has these like weird union rules and like you had yeah. to be like you know, and uh, that that was the rumor I heard at least that that was the reason he couldn't do it. I think it also just fits into like his... I've been trained in lightsabers by Count Dooku. The he same part later. of him that would rather. A CGI a helmet rather than put a helmet on a head right. would rather just get Oldman, a guy Oldman's fussing fucking yeah, yeah, Jimmy over there get can a guy do from it. down the hall oh should we have one of our finest living actors no that guy over there mopping up <laughs> have him play Grievous you know? it, can you do a voice I'm trying to I'm trying to find this guy's name the the actor's name yeah, whatever it is. no I'm interested um uh but this is a very important point David Matthew Wood yeah right go on. But it's also so modulated, the performance. I mean, it's like whatever voice he's doing, it's also run through like 17 Absolutely. filters. No, and I mean, it sounds, it sounds awful. There's so much You can barely tell what he's talking about. Not that it matters. There's so much camera movement, too. There's so much fake CGI camera movement that's like you barely can get your bearings within a single frame, yeah. David. So much visual information, yeah. so much noise. He's a sound editor, by the way. That's who Matthew Wood is. Yeah. Well, it sounds like he did two bad jobs on this movie. Grievous is like, what's going on here? No, wait. We should actually pull back because in between the space battle and Grievous is the Dooku fight. <clears throat> I'm talking about the very first introduction of Dooku. Oh, okay. I, I, right, okay. Grievous. Fair I'm actually yeah. going this is before back he captures further, them, which right. is just when he sees that they're coming towards him. And he turns to like an Nemoidian mm-hmm. and goes like, uh, whatever, whatever the fucking dialogue is. I don't remember. Yeah. It's not blah, 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 blah. But the Nemoidian, and it's a new Nemoidian I don't think we've seen before. Yeah. Goes like, sir, the Jedi's are coming for us. Yeah, he has an American accent. I know, I noticed that. This is huge. It is. It's interesting. They're like, uh, maybe this guy should talk different. Yeah. He almost sounds like a Californian surfer. Yeah, no, he does. You're right. You're absolutely right. He's looking at some. Like, sir, like, the Jedi's are approaching. Some, yeah, and 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 General Grievous is like, uh, use the blaster shields. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, spaghetti. Yeah, make a pizza pie. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's like a diner chef. <laughs> That's <laughs> uh, too bad. Jaxer Jaxer's not in, in this one, by the way. Uh, not at all? No, I know. Fuck this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just turn it off. TC14 comes back, though, right? <laughs> Griffin. Double fuck <laughs> this movie. Um, uh, <laughs> I, it does feel like uh, in a in a severe instance of too little, too late. Mm-hmm. Someone or, finally prevailed on George. Or, or the Georgie Porgy was trying to go like, see, they don't all sound like that. It was right. just those specific characters. But Newt Gunray does come back, and guess what? He sounds like that. Yep. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Yeah, you're saying, like, look, he just has an accent Those from guys his planet. Specifically, they're all regionally. That was <laughs> not Chinese aliens. Maybe that one grew up in space China. Yeah, space China. This guy grew up in space Valencia. He sounds like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. <laughs> For one minute. He's got, like, two lines, yeah. And he goes, like, sir, I think the Jedis are here. It's been three years, just okay. to let you know. Since so it's a three-year war. Yeah. Anakin... Um, Anakin chops off in a kind of a weird fluid move, chops off Dooku's hands. Both of them. Yeah. Sort Gross. of like brings, really yeah, violent. It's, yeah. It's pretty nuts. It's, it's pretty nuts. Pretty jarring. Dooku falls to his knees. Yeah. Anakin catches his blade like with ease and just like gives him the old sort of, you know, puts them to his neck. He's got like chopsticks going. He's got like a blade in each hand pointing the opposite direction, so he's got a blade against each yeah, side yeah, of his of neck. Course. And Dooku's just looks like a sad grandpa all of a sudden. He's just so upset. He's so defeated. And Palpatine's like, finish him. No, he literally says, kill him. Kill him. And Just Anakin's like a like, command. It's not like he's like requesting it. He no, just he goes, goes like, Anakin, good, kill Anakin, good. Yeah. Kill it. Kill it. 
And Anakin's like, oh, duh, I don't know if I should do That's not the Jedi, That's Jedi way. way get. Your and, Anakin's getting really gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and really Palpatine gay. literally, you would hope maybe that there'd be, Palpatine would really sort of try and sell this and be like, oh, you got to kill him. He'll come. You know, like, he just said, do it. Isn't there a moment, too, where he goes, like, remember what we talked about? No. He just says, It might happen it. after he kills Dooku. But there's a line in here that implies that they have been meeting and talking a lot. They were supposed to know that, yeah, that Anakin's gotten very close with the Emperor. I mean, the Chancellor. Right. And it's like, well, show us that. No, no, no. They won't. And um, That should have been half No, 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 no. Thank you. And <laughs> That's an interesting dynamic. Maybe that should have been on screen. The developing of their relationship. How they go from zero to 60. The end of Phantom Mass, he's like, I'm going to keep an eye on you, boy. No, Attack, Attack of the Clones, he does almost nothing. Pats he him on the shoulder. barely corresponds with yeah. Anakin. We shall watch your career with great interest. Right, right, exactly, yeah. right. And then in this one, he just, it, it, something, ha- everything good happened off screen. Anyway, Anakin chops off his head. And he's immediately, like, he's so even keeled about it, right? Anakin? Yeah. yeah. He's like, I don't know if I should. And Palpatine's like, you shouldn't. He's like, okay, I will. Decapitates, yeah, right? Gross. Head rolls, gross. Yep. What the fuck is this movie? <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then Anakin goes like, eh, "I shouldn't have done that." <laughs> like that was a bad idea. Yeah, he goes, "That was a bad Which, idea." Which, by the way, no, it wasn't. Yeah. Like, kill the Sith Lords. They're magical wizards of dark <laughs> evil. Like, I don't actually really get why it's supposed to be like. No, they should probably die. They are yeah. impossible to imprison. But he was like so wrecked. They shoot with lightning guilt. out of their hands he for crying out loud. So wrecked with guilt about about the uh, slaughtering, the, the genocide Raiders, of the Tusken which Raiders. was pretty horrifying. Let's not. Yeah, forget. no, agreed. Right, but he was very emotionally affected by yeah, that. this one. He's just like, ugh. Gross. You know what? That was a mistake. <laughs> you anyway, know what? That was bad. Bad on me. Anyway, he frees Palpatine, and Palpatine's like, no, no, no. It was good. It was good. Yeah, and yeah. He's Palpatine. Like, I don't know. Now, this movie really is about how every character's internal logic radar is. Broken, yeah. Because Palpatine is basically just like a serpent at this point. He's like, yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. And then he's like, Palpatine's like, we gotta go. Forget Obi Wan. Obi Wan Palpatine, is Palpatine's got a big foam finger that says Sith on it. <laughs> Obi Wan is literally lying peacefully with like a staircase kind of touching his ankles. He looks beautiful. <laughs> and Palpatine he's a, a is beautiful like, slumber. It's he's over. like sleeping he's beauty. He's dead. Yeah. And and uh, like Anakin's like, don't worry about it. Like just like. He's, he says, uh, his fate will be our own. Yeah, yeah. right. So they take Anakin, they take Obi-Wan. But, like, own. why isn't Anakin, like, hold up? Like, excuse me. Like, I just, like, stormed this, like, whole starship. Like, I can pick up the stupid staircase for one second. Why are you pushing this? Yeah. Because Palpatine doesn't drop it. He's like, no, there's no time. Boyhood's a good movie. Yeah. What was I, why was I equating it to Boyhood? Uh, you're talking about Ellen Sleeves back, I know. Oh, yeah, we want him to come back and go, like, I don't know if you remember me, but I admit you at a bar. Episode four is probably about that. I'm just assuming now we're so stupid that there's an episode four. Well, Disney did buy the company, so I'm assuming they did that in order to make an episode Maybe four. Maybe that's what it is. That's probably what we could probably look forward to an episode four from Disney sometime in the next five or ten years. I mean, it takes a long time for movies to get off the ground. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll be talking about this movie for a bunch of weeks, and then after that, I don't know, we'll go on to other movies because we'll have to wait for episode four to come out. Uh, we got some great guests coming up this People season. People hate the bit. Uh, we got some it. great guests. Yeah, I don't know what the hey, fuck hey, you're ben. talking about. Ben's looking at me with just scorn. You're being a real sleaze bag now right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, we got some great guests coming up. David doesn't even know about them. They're going to be fucking exciting surprises. They got tons uh, of Twitter turn followers. turn this off and you can tell me who they are. They'll push to the top of the charts. All right, tons of Twitter followers. Let me take some guesses. Taylor Swift. Yep. Oh, that'd be amazing. What if Taylor Swift came on this podcast? You know what I've been thinking a lot lately? Shoot. I think Taylor Swift would like me. Yeah, probably. I think she would think I was fun. I'm not saying she would like like me. Yeah, no, go ahead. Although a boy can dream. 
But I do, I do think we'd hit it off, and we'd shake it off. If you know what I'm saying, David, I think Taylor Swift and I would shake ben, it ben off. To cut, turn off his yeah, I know. Yeah. Please <laughs> rate, review, yes, subscribe. Listen to other UCB Network podcasts. Uh, please, yeah, do do uh, listen to all of those. Subscribe, rate, review. Don't be a fucking Sith. Five stars or nothing. That's great. Uh, and once again, remember, if you give us one star, you are not allowed to listen anymore. So or be a guest. Think through on that, Taylor. Dear, oh dear. That is all I have to say on the matter. I look forward to watching the rest of this film. Unlike with Attack of the Clones, where I loved the beginning of the movie and then knew already that it didn't pay out, I'm going into this with the opposite opinion. I know you hate this movie. I do. I think I'm looking at the first 22 minutes. I'm going, who knows what happens in the back? We just dissed it for so long. Yeah, but I've only seen the first 22 minutes. I don't know. This movie is the worst of the Star Wars. Impossible. It's not impossible. Impossible. In fact, it's very likely. Impossible. Yep. Although I haven't liked one thing that has happened on screen so far, other than E. McDermott's performance. Thank you for listening. Mm -hmm. We'll be back next week with Taylor Swift. Will we? Yeah, we'll be discussing sound mixing. We'll be discussing... Taylor Swift is like a, a J.D. Amato-level savant when it comes to the technical aspects of She's sound. She's been in the music industry since she was 16 you years old. You think I'm fucking joking? I'm not. Taylor Swift will be our guest next week talking about sound mixing. She's going to teach me a thing or two. Yeah. Great. She knows where the well, UCB training center. Why do you center? think I'm bringing her in? Oh. I'm glad you're taking the hint. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I've been realizing some old episodes, Ben. You haven't done some of the edits that we asked you to. That's true. All those times I told you to edit out. Mention of your father's financial problems. Yeah, I think fucking you added some in. It feels like some episodes you dropped ben audio from other Griffin. episodes. Ben does a great Griffin. He does a great Griffin. Taylor Swift will be coming here next week to talk about Matthew Wood's sound mix on the film, his sound editing on the film. We'll give Ben some helpful pointers, yep. and we'll try to hit it off. I Look, just as friends. I'm just looking for friends. If she wants something more, I don't know. That's fine. But I just think we'd really get along. I think we have a lot in common. Great. Uh, thank you for listening, and as always, shake off. Okay, but exactly. before we get into this, a li- little housekeeping. Oh, okay. Housekeeping. Just want to quickly remind everyone to please uh, continue subscribing, rating, reviewing on iTunes. Helps us. Yeah. Helps UCB comedy in general. Producer Ben Hosley, a.k.a. Producer Ben, a.k.a. The Ben Deucer, a.k.a. Hello Fennel, a.k.a. Mr. Positive, a.k.a. The Haas, sitting to my right. Hello, gentlemen. <laughs> hey, Ben. Uh, yes, Fans. Come on, guys. Rate and review. We have a responsibility. Ben has done us a mitzvah by allowing us to do this podcast, Mm -hmm. and we need to to help line the coffers. That's right. Metaphorically. There's no money to be made, but we're lining the metaphorical coffers. There's no money to be made? Oh, I mean, what you thought? Hit stop! I'm out of here. You thought the the checks were just eight months late? What? Oh, that was just a classic (laughs) Sims bit. One of my patented Sims bits. I want to make it clear. We don't do bits like that on the show. We don't pretend that movies this don't exist. This show doesn't like bits. No. We don't pretend that uh, we thought we were getting paid. This is paid. serious talk. It's yeah. a serious show. I mean, I'm thinking about changing the genre from comedy to just like TV and movies. Because like, this is a culture show. At very least, dramedy. I think that there's a oh, dramedy we're section. We're the, we're the Nurse Jackie of podcasts. We are. Um, this this fucking movie is a tragedy. That was funny. That's really funny. That's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Tragedy of please, Revenge please, of the Sith. Please, th- but this is the point I want to make, and I'll tie into everything. Please rate, review, subscribe, unless your review is going to be negative, mm. or you're going to give us low stars, mm-hmm. in which I'm going to restate because maybe you skipped over episode one of Revenge of the Podcast. You're jumping in today because you don't like hearing about the beginning of movies. 
hey, how about this? You don't want to re- you don't want to review the podcast? Review the movie, and just put that up. Just put that Who up. Who cares? But if but you better give us five stars. If yeah. you give us a bad review or anything less than five stars. You are a Sith Lord, and I want to state this very clearly oh. before we get into the meat of this episode, because if you are that a Sith Lord- That is a Sith bad Lord, thing to be. If you are a Sith Lord, stop listening now. I threw down the gauntlet last week. You are not allowed to listen to this podcast- All right, Griffin. If you are a Sith Let's Lord. Let's move on. All, are all Sith Lords out? Let's move on. No bits- no okay. bits. No I, bits. I'm serious. I don't want fucking Sith Lords listening to this <laughs> Griffin, episode. Griffin, Griffin, let's get to this the movie. This is a serious all right, episode. All right, all right, No more yelling about Sith Lords. Despite what he says uh, to many people, including his wife, a married life seems to have given him no happiness. No, it's true. He, I mean, the, there's the scene where they see each other, like, for the first time uh, since by he got the back pillars? from the Clone Wars. At, 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 at Pillar the City? Pillar. Yeah. At this set that we keep returning to that's just it's 80, pillars. it's just an auto-population of it pillars. It's two pillars. It's just pillar, 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 pillar. Yeah, well, they did copy-paste. It, I mean, it really looks like someone took Sim City and just was like, drop a pillar every there's five There's a years. lot of copy-pasting in this movie. A lot. Um, yeah, they meet by some pillars. Yeah, and he's just like, oh, Padme, I missed you so oh, much. How are you doing? I, I was like, at the war. The last movie was about you fucking fighting to be with this woman. It's been a- three years Against or so. all odds, against all judgments. You're laying low. Like, you've sacrificed so much to be with her. You should fucking be still head over heels in love with her. Or the fact that you're falling out of love should be the point. Instead, it's just like, oh, he's just... But boring couple. And what news does she give him right after the first twenty-two minutes? She's, she's got some news. She's pregnant. She's pregnant. But I think this is a different episode. I want to. I want to stay on Anakin. Okay, just his emotional journey in this film. Okay. Okay. Because we got. We got to fucking. We got to. We got to relax. Do, Let's just tell the story. Episode. I'm so David. I'm so frustrated with this movie. You're you're worried too much. Do you remember last week when I was hoping that I would like it, watching the whole thing? Yeah, but that was just stupid. Yeah, it was dumb. That was real stupid of you. Okay. We should also say that you earlier today saw a very depressing, traumatic Rude. movie. And I earlier today had to say goodbye to a friend who's moving to LA, and I'm very upset about it. Oh, who? Uh, my uh, manager. Aw. Yeah. I'm sorry. He's not technically my manager. He was my manager's assistant. Okay. Yeah. But he, he's uh, become one of my very good friends. And he's, uh, yeah. yeah, we're recording this late in the day, and I saw Room is a real, it's a punishing film. It uh, makes you feel like you're trapped in a small, enclosed room from which there is no escape. And and another thing that makes you feel like you're trapped in a small room with no escape is having to say goodbye to Nick Damiano. So bye, Nick. Bye, bye, Nick. All right. Please, let's carry on. <sighs> Finds out Padme's pregnant. They're living in an apartment in Coruscant in secret, I suppose. No one knows they're together. They have a, it a makes huge no sense. apartment. She has this palatial apartment yeah. with a great view of... Downtown Coruscant. I don't know. Is there not paparazzi too? Like, how are they keeping this a secret? Whole She's like in the government. Whole planet's a city. Uh, uh, Pretty sure that's always going to be the answer. Whole planet's a city. A lot of alleys to duck down. Big old city. I mean, it's the whole planet. So, there is a uh, actor who I'm working with right now. Who? Uh, I, I don't want to say anything because the whole point of the story is is okay. the desire for anonymity. I'm not saying anything embarrassing, but you'll see when I explain. But you're going to tell I me tell the mind. anecdote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously. Yeah, you'll fucking, you could figure it out, too. Yeah. But I could always cut it out. No, you're not cutting it out. I'm trying to make a point here. Ben never cuts anything out. You, n- okay. Ben, cut out this part. All right. No, go on. No, no Ben, cut out the part about you not cutting stuff out. All right, fine. Because that makes the podcast sound sloppy. You're right, you're right. No bits. Okay, so cut, starting from when David said, Ben will okay. cut this out, to and right now. now. Okay. There's an actor I'm working with right yep. now. 
Oh, wait, but you're going to have to cut out either that line Griffin, or the first time I Griffin, said there's an actor I'm working Griffin, with. Griffin, right I now, hate Because it'll sound like redundant. Okay. You're an actor you're working with. Uh, he was talking about on set uh, earlier this week how he uh, bought a new place cool. with his, uh, his, his, many his, millions. his paramour. Oh. Um, and uh, did it under his own name rather than creating an LLC to buy the place. Sure. And because of that, mm-hmm. uh, I guess real estate listings are public. If, if things are right. bought and sold, they just no, are yeah, publicly released in the paper and stuff. Like, Check out, like, ex-celebrities listed their apartment or Well, that's, that's yeah. the point. He just bought something, uh-huh. and then it was just listed on, like, the big New York Times list of, like, apartment sales right. big in sales. New York City. Sure. And then a bunch of outlets picked up his name on this list of uh, non-famous mm-hmm. buying stuff. Right. And then it was like a fucking People magazine thing, and yeah. people were like investigating their place and all this stuff. People like to know these things. The point is, it was that easy for like forty-seven thousand outlets. And he's like, and now I'm not gonna. I can't help but be hounded by fucking stuff about the place I'm moving into. Everyone fucking knew, and now everyone knows everything about his yeah. life. You tell me, fucking Anakin and Padme have like a they are beautiful. Married. They're they're married. Yeah. They have like a beautiful, like it looks like a penthouse. It's huge. It's got this crazy balcony. It's the craziest balcony I've ever seen. I mean, seen. it's almost it's fifty percent balcony. This apartment. Not to mention, lady's pregnant. She's she's pregnant and becoming more and more visible by the day. Yeah, Anakin and her spend a ton of time together. They do. So, like, probably at the end of like Jedi Council meetings, they're like, "Hey, Anakin, do you want to ride? I'm going back to no. See, this our is Jedi where... chambers. No, no. He's like, no, no, no. This no, is where we already don't know the answers. Where do the Jedi's live? Do they live in the temple? Do they have like little apartments there? Yeah, they it's, probably do. Th- these questions are never answered. No, you never but that, see this. that's my assumption. So my assumption is Anakin's got his Jedi Temple apartment. Yeah. Padme bought that place by herself. Right. And, and he then, goes over there every night and no one's ever noticed? Palpatine mentions like, you know, the Dark Lords of the Sith kind of know how to bring people back from the dead, or at least one of them did. Just play, I guess. We'll talk about that more in another episode. But he dangles Armed this carrot. with this measly piece of... Gossip. Hearsay. Hearsay. Yeah. Anakin, I I guess, just deduces that he's a Sith Lord? He, wait, okay, wait, so we didn't... He doesn't, he doesn't cross-reference this with anybody, no, right? No, doesn't talk to anyone else. We know they have a library. Yeah. Well, well, but in his defense, uh, Jocasta knew he playing in fast and loose, <laughs> deleting files, right? She's a real pain in the ass. But he does trust... Obi-Wan. That's true. And at this point, Palpatine has not tried to instill doubt in him. Not really. Yeah. So he just kind of, like, would trust Obi-Wan at this point. And Palpatine would tell him this thing. Uh, Look, Obi- No, no, I know. Obi-Wan's basically saying, I mean, sorry, Palpatine's basically saying, like, I know you're a Jedi, but you're worried about your wife, and unfortunately, the dark side's the only part of the Force- that can do the kind of shit we're talking about. Okay, so even if he's conflicted enough and he's still trying to figure out the lay of the land and he doesn't want to rat out Palpatine, I do think he would turn to somebody, a Kenobi, a Yoda, a Windu, a Kloon even, a Poof. He doesn't. A Mundi. He doesn't. A Galia. Now, he f- now, but then he does figure out that Palpatine's a, a Sith Lord. How does he figure it out exactly? Well, oh, wait, so the point is, he d- I think he would turn to them and just go, hey, have you heard anything? He he doesn't about do this. anyone being able to prevent that. He doesn't do this. He just goes, huh, interesting. Huh, Darth Plagueis, you say. Anyway. Now Anakin's the worst person in the world. 
Not only that, he is immediately, Palpatine's like, rise Lord Vader. Like, he's like, I've given, he has a name in his pocket. Can we Darth say it though? Vader. Can we Great say it though? Name. Cool fucking name. Great we name. gotta say this. Look, all the, I'll cool say this. fucking All name. the Darth names are good. This Darth is the Sidious, best one. Good. Darth Maul, great. Darth Tyrannus, I wish they'd said it out loud more, but pretty cool. But this Darth the, Vader. This guy, I mean, there's a weight to that. Do you know what I'm saying? I, I, the only problem I have with it is literally that he's just like, yeah, yeah, you know what, Vader. Like, he just he just has it ready. Yeah. But it's a great name. Um, It is the best name. It's a cool name. And he's like, all right, so welcome to the dark side. Uh, as your initiation... Do please go to the Jedi Temple and slaughter every child in it. Yeah. And literally, I'm not joking. Like, that's that's how quickly that is. Right, Ben? Yeah. It's it's not like, okay, so you can go to my dry cleaners and get my Sith robes. And yeah, that, you know. yeah, no. It's, he doesn't build. He's just like, you know how there are all these adorable children yeah. that we've seen last movie and this movie who run around the Jedi Temple I being little tykes? Them please slaughter them. Now, I think they missed out on a great opportunity for a real funny scene, which is <laughs> having him chase the kids around because you don't get to see the murder. <laughs> yeah, a little Benny Hill music. Why not? I, I'll say, like I, the, I, the classic doors, you know, hallway I, I, scene. I, I watched this movie, as I, as, as I mentioned last week, I watched this movie with my girlfriend, and that scene where he shows up, he shows up at the at the Jedi Temple. Yeah. And he's like, they're, they're like, a kid's literally just like, What's your matter, Mr. Master Anakin? Like the cutest Anakin, little we're dweeb. Scared. Can you help us? And he yeah. just goes like, and he like ignites his saber. And no you cut. hesitation. She just went like, oh, like yeah. it was the stupidest, most horrifying. Like okay, first of all, rapid transition. I am I'm so close to being on the verge of tears right now, <laughs> just in frustration over everything and laughing at the Benny Hill image. And it, that was really funny. <laughs> but no, but. I, I, I don't want to keep harping on this because I like subversive cinema. I'm not asking everything to be put in a box. I'm not saying you have to fucking save the not. cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I like, especially within mainstream filmmaking, you know, yeah, yeah, populist yeah. filmmaking, even children's filmmaking, to twist shit. I don't have a, no. The problem is that it's like, it's okay, unearned. You're like so you're like a six year old, right? Yeah, yeah. And you're fucking watching the Phantom Madness trilogy. Oh, here's a movie about a little boy. I'm six years old. I he don't drives have a race car. Well developed critical facility, so I love it. I love this little Go boy. Go on. Second movie. Ooh, love. I don't know what love is yet, so this film seems like an accurate <laughs> representation of how adults relate to each other emotionally. I'm in. And he's cutting robots. Ooh, this series is fun. You're a kid. This movie's made for kids. These movies are made for kids. And then you watch the third movie, and it's like, ooh, Anakin's... Uh, getting tempted by the bad guy. So this must be the setup so that at the end he can come back and find his way to the good side. Oh, now he's murdering kids who look like me. Yeah, little 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 white babies. Oh, so everything in the world is terrible. I guess so. This is something, I see, this is something I don't care about. This I feel like this is more your thing than my thing. I don't know if I care about it. I'm just, like, astonished my by it. It's just unearned. My, that's my problem with it. it well, everything in this movie is unearned. Well, that's fair. But, but like, the leap, I mean, the reason this seems to happen in the middle of the movie is yeah. that we need to definitively know that Anakin is beyond hope, right? Yes. That he does an act that is so reprehensible. It's zero to a hundred. It's Exactly. It's zero to eight hundred. Yeah. It's zero to, yeah. I, it's so stupid. Because uh, you and know. then you've got a whole movie left, like a whole yeah. hour plus. Yeah, this is the shortest of the three, though. It is. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's really just it's you know it that is. little movie, and then you can kind of just yeah. wrap it up. Yeah, it's just a lot of wrap up. It's a lot of wrap up. But the wrap up is it's just out of nowhere, conclusively telling us that this guy sucks and he's beyond saving. 
Do you have a merchandise spotlight? Yeah, I have a merchandise. Is it a burned up Anakin merchandise? Yeah, it's a burned up Anakin. Anakin. <laughs> I was gonna ask if there's a Youngling Massacre merchandise. They made some of the kids. There's, you know, that one scene where uh, uh, Bail Ariana, played by the great Jimmy Smith, goes to the yeah, um, yeah, yeah, and there's the kid who sort of valiantly fights off some clone troopers and then dies. And it's a weird scene. And like, Jimmy Smith is like, no, yeah. Right. So we've seen all these kids get killed. We think all of them are dead. Then Jimmy Smith gets there. He's trying to get out. The fucking clone troopers are trying to shoot at him. This little boy comes out, protects him, dies in the process. And it's like a weird scene. You're like, why would they put this into the movie? The kid's just doing crazy space karate. Uh, That kid is is played by uh, George Lucas's son. Oh, really? Who is really into karate. And so George wrote the scene to the movie so he could do his That's very martial arts in the movie. Although it's a little weird that George Lucas is like, you will have to die on screen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but you die a but, martyr? Uh, you die with Smits going, no! Yeah, no, no one's happy about the fact that you're dying. No. Uh, here's, here, here's the crispy Anakin action figure. Oh, this is terrible. It doesn't, he doesn't look crispy. He just kind of looks hairless. Yeah. And covered in mud. Yeah. He he looks. He's uh, got a robot arm. He, he looks like the I Am Legend robots. I think his the legs are removable. <laughs> They're not robots in I Am Legend. <laughs> the movie's they not weren't. about robots. I gotta rewatch that movie. Oh I thought boy, it was about robots. this is terrible. Well, okay, so it here, doesn't look like Anakin's face. Uh, yeah, uh, no, it doesn't. Here, this will look like. That's terrifying. Yeah, who does it look like? It looks like this. I mean, this is what what, what kid wants to play with it. This is a broken toy. It's a broken toy. To remind you of how everything in the world is terrible and everyone you love will hurt you. <laughs> and then we'll get hurt in the process. It's ju- This is just a plastic representation of misery. Wow. Um, but it comes with a cloak so you can turn him back into regular Anakin. Oh. You put the cloak on top of the That's thing. That's weird. So how did we get here? This is the Anakin episode, but we don't know why this happened. No. It's like the whole movies are now revealed to be this ultimate tragedy of one man, right? It's like you yeah. have this person, like, prophesized to change the Force, prophesized like, the future of the Jedis, and yeah. it turns out to be their worst nightmare. Yes. He brings about their very end. Although, it's really Palpatine who does most of it. Most yeah, of the and it's also so muddled. It's like, in a way, they're sort of trying to say that, like, uh, you know— by putting the pressure on him of having to restore the balance that maybe that made him crack, but they don't do the work to make that pay off. Is it just, hey, he was just a kid and evil corrupted him and evil could corrupt anyone. All of us are corruptible. Are they trying to say that he was destined to fall? Are they trying to say that he just had the bad luck of being in Palpatine's way? There's a real hint of destiny to it, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, there's another angle I want to get out in the Palpatine episode to talk about. But that. there but, is kind yeah. of a hint of, like, uh, even if the Jedi had played their cards right, which they don't. Yeah. That all of this, and like we talked about in The Phantom Menace, that all of this was kind of coming to an end. That, like, there's opulence. It's, it's you know, there's pure, rules of the game. Yeah, you yeah. know, exactly. The red tape. Le rule de jeu. Le regle de jeu. I, I recently rewatched that film. It's a great film. Yeah, that's a great film. It's an anti-Revenge of the Sith. Um, but it's very similar to Revenge of the Sith or uh, some parts of Phantom yeah. Medicine Tactical Clones, and it's about these rich fools kind of ignoring like what, what's uh, really society happening crumbling them. around yeah. them. Dealing with petty like domestic exactly. dramas focused on while the world around them crumbles. What, 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 
you needed three movies to do that to trick us into thinking we were going to watch someone save the world and, and just watch them die. Only that he and needed the world three movies to merciless? finally maybe get a good character out of Anakin Skywalker and give him to us for two minutes. Yeah. Maybe there's another Star Wars movie. Hello. Hello. Welcome to <laughs> Revenge of the Podcast. I knew you were going to do that. I didn't either. I'm, I, I'm going with the flow. No. No. Power. Do you know that on a recent uh, list of the 1,000 most popular baby names in America, Uh-oh. according to the Social Security Administration, sure. this is a very official list, uh, Anakin was number 957. So he just crept in the bottom there. He's just he's finally on the top 1000. But that amounts to 218 babies yes. a year. So just for comparison, the other baby names, male baby names tied for 218, yeah, uh are Emmett, mm. Baylor, mm. Judson, what? Judson. Judson is not a name. And Truman. <laughs> now Truman and Emmett are Real person names. They are just about Emmett. Emmett, uh, you know, you don't know Emmett's a lot a of Trumans. Name. No, it is. It's just, Emmett. Truman, you'll have hear. a president. We have a president after that. Was his last name? Uh, Emmett Otter. Emmett Otter. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. The Truman Show. No, yeah. I mean, that's what I think of when I think of right. Truman. His name was Truman Show. <laughs> his name was Truman and we Burbank. Him wasn't the it? like it's the James isn't Brown. It, isn't it his last name is Burbank because like the studio is in Burbank? Yeah, I think like it's in Truman. He's like owned yeah, by Truman's a corporation, name, right? Yeah. Anyway, I love that movie. Uh, Anakin is a name that was uh, created by uh, a maniac, a, yep. a soulless sociopath <laughs> named George Lucas. Yep. Um, and now we know that this franchise, uh, this trilogy, is about watching him murder children. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to the two hundred and strangle his wife and yep. abuse his wife. And the, I'm not even fucking joking. Like it's insane what he does to his wife. To the two hundred and eighteen Anakin's parents, no parents, oh, parents, sure, who named their child Anakin in 2014, knowing yeah. all that we know right now. Go fuck yourself. You're a bunch of Sith lords. What's wrong with you? Bunch of Sith lords. Two hundred and eighteen people who won't listen to this podcast. Don't listen. You cannot. You are not allowed to listen to this podcast. All right. Final order of business. Oh my God. And it's a, it's a segue. Okay. And I ain't talking about. The, You're not talking about the people moving the piece of transportation. Thing. yeah. Right. This is a transition. Good, yes, Anakin. Do it. Good, Anakin. Do it. Do it. Right. Okay. Do so, it. Already a little weird. Different than we've seen. Do it. Do it. When's someone going to give us $200 million to make a movie? The three of us. We would buck it up so no, hard. Are you no kidding way. me? It'd be such a good movie, It'd right, It'd be ben? a really good movie. No yeah. one would want to make it. I'm full of ideas. Ben, give us a quick pitch. We're going to- Oh, you're, is- you're saying we shouldn't get sidetracked. Now you're asking Ben to pitch a movie. Every 15 minutes, I'm going to throw to Ben. He's going to give us a quick pitch. Ben, quick pitch. $200 right. million. One sentence. Uh, but it has to fill $200 million worth of budget. Okay. okay. It's, a, um, it's an organization that uh, you hire- to uh, play pranks on people who were mean in you, to you in high school. Okay, that's so, the plot so, of Dirty Work. Okay, yeah. let's go on. <laughs> oh, fuck, you're right. That's the plot of Dirty Work. All right. And it's at most a $20 million budget. Palpatine. Let's bring it back. Okay. Uh, no, Dirty, Dirty Work, but with like an Ocean's Eleven cast. I want to see the could... origin. Yeah. I want to see like how they became Dirty <laughs> Let's do six movies. Okay, fuck everything, fuck everything, fuck the world. Palpatine. Cut everything, start over. This Hi, movie, this is Griffin. Right, I don't want to do this starting over bit. We've done that too many times. No bits, Do it, do it. Palpatine opens up with like, "Heard they're not electing a Jedi Council. How does that make you feel? Must not make you feel great, huh?" It's like, well, first of all, let's just point this out quickly, okay? Jedi Council, limited membership, right? There are literally 
Yeah, very it, few seats. It's like sixteen total. It's like however many seats fit in that circle. Okay. They do give him a seat though, because they're like, yeah, we're not giving you master. Take your seat. Yeah. But there are very. It'd be good if his seat had like a different leather backing. You know, if it was blue instead of red. Anyway. Or there wasn't a toilet in it. It looked the same, but you couldn't poop inside of it. Um, that would be a real outrage. That's a callback for you, uh, uh, long Phantom time podcast long time listeners. Um, there aren't that many seats available. The only new Jedi we have seen account, uh, appointed to the council has been Obi-Wan. And those are extreme circumstances where his master died. Mm-hmm. Right? A seat was, therefore, given up. I guess so, yeah. But this, this is new business. Um, also, everyone else on the council is significantly older than Anakin. Um, age is hard to tell with some of these aliens, but certainly, yes. David, we've well, looked up most of these Mace people. how old is Mace Windu, though? Mace Windu's probably like 55. Yeah, he's like 20 years older than Anakin. 20, 30 years older than Anakin. Okay, within human years, that's a good difference. That's fair. Right? That that's represents a fair. good portion of your lifetime. It's fair. It's a fair point. Okay, so it was unlikely, it was a stretch that he was going to be made a Jedi Master and put on council No, anyway. absolutely. He's only on the council because Palpatine asked them because they wanted him to play this crazy role. But, you know, if they wanted him to play the crazy role, they could have at least, for the sake of show, given him that rank of Master. Now, maybe they're trying to play their own game where they're like, oh, we don't want Palpatine to think he's in with us. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of chess being played, right? But they don't know that Palpatine has like a big hammer that can smash all the chess pieces at once. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. They think they're playing three D chess. He's playing like eight D chess. Yeah, <laughs> Palpatine's kind of a G. I said he was a basic bitch, but he's kind no, of no. He G. is crazy. Yeah, he. We'll we'll get to it. Uh, so they're talking, and he's like, "How does that make you feel?" And he's like, mm. "Not good. I don't feel good about it. I feel like, like everyone's disrespecting me." Jedi's are not me. supposed to not feel this good. This and but that. Anyway. I'm stressed out, having these dreams, and he's like, uh, talking about all this stuff. And then he goes, um, you know, oh, oh, they have this conversation. He goes, um, uh, well, you know, the Jedi see things in very didactic ways, this and this and that. He's not wrong. Yeah. You know, um, and he says, uh, you know, there there are other forms of force. He uses this line that I think is very interesting within the context of our larger exploration of this movie, which is, um, uh, he goes, you know, what do you know about the Sith? And he goes, the Sith are driven by passion. They make decisions only based on themselves. The Jedis are selfless. Like, he's saying there's not much difference between a Sith and a Jedi. Right, that it's Anakin's more about... Like, huge difference. Yeah. They're driven by passion. They make decisions for themselves. Don't you think it's interesting? The ultimate point he's making is, oh, the Sith are, are you know, acting in self-preservation, and the Jedi care about the world at large, the galaxy at large. Yeah. But the first word he uses to describe that divide is... The Sith are driven by passion as if emotion is a bad thing. Yeah. He doesn't say vengeance. No, no, but you're absolutely right. But that is in keeping with the logic of these movies no, and the, the logic, logic of the of way the movies. Jedi's behave. And uh, beyond that, the logic of how these films were made. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That George was like, the passion is a problem. This scene is yeah. too emotional. we got to yeah. reshoot it, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah I find yeah. that very fascinating. So all right, it's presenting this like thing, but it, but it's, it's being kind of seductive. I forget exactly what comes up, but you know, he, he goes, let me ask you a question. Uh, has has any uh, has any Jedi been able to cheat death? Whatever yeah. you know, it comes no, out. He asked the crimes, whatever, and he's like one guy. Yeah. Have you ever heard about Darth Plagueis? Darth Plagueis the Wise. He's like no, and he's like, bet the Jedi wouldn't tell you. Here's the basic deal: Darth Plagueis was the most powerful ever. He was Sith as shit, right? Like crazy Sith, Sith. through and through. He became so addicted to power 
that he could do almost anything. He could protect the ones he loved from death. Mm-hmm. Some believed he could even yeah. use yeah. the force via midichlorians to create life. Right. <coughs> right. Are you Handbrake. Saying, you saying he maybe created Anakin? Anakin's the Immaculate Conception? Hey, I don't know. I don't know where he came from. Now, we always like to say that Watto was his dad because his little boy pee-pee looks like a Watto nose. But let's be honest for a second. We, you mostly like to say that. I like to say that. And we also, I, I'm going to flip some cards over on the table. We don't know that for a fact. We don't. It's We true. don't know what You've Anakin's pee-pee looks like. No. We, we've been, Thank God. We've been joking. <laughs> what a terrible thing if we did. Yeah. We would never be able to get over it. Um, we're not those types of guys. Carry on. Uh, who who Carry like on. to look at little Carry boys' pee-pee. Um, I just want to say that very clearly. Uh, and if we were, we Carry would. It on. would just be for the purpose of figuring out who's a toy dairy and who's not. That's all. We're, all we're saying. We wouldn't be getting any pleasure from it. Carry we just want to know who Griffin. is part. Griffin, I hate da- this bit. Carry I'm Griffin on. Newman. <laughs> welcome to Griffin David present <laughs> Revenge of the Podcast. Power. Yep. He just says the word. <laughs> he zaps him a lot. I think he might say like power, absolute power. Yeah. I think he yeah, you know, keeps and he talking. Zaps Windu and Windu falls out the window. Yes, the Jedi tried to kill me, but we will have a galactic empire. Why do you have the body language of Mr. Burns now? Like it's why are crazy. you literally putting on a fake mustache Bef- at the end of every <laughs> sentence just to twirl it? Before that, he was kind of this like, oh, I am Chancellor. You know, this old wizard oh, man. Well, oh, man. Um, you know, the, the, this burden is, you know, yeah. uh, su- does not suit, but I will I'm accept. I'm going to be paying know. much attention to you. And then, now, oh, I'm He's having a lot of fun with it. Um, it's the only interesting arc no. throughout the three films. No! But, it's the only interesting arc, but it makes you wish that episode one was him training under Plagueis. Yeah. Right? Don't yeah, you wish? sure. Why? Fine. Yeah. And then episode Plagueis. two was them but finding he's the Anakin. Phantom Menace. I know. Well, anyway. Anyway. But that's just my guesswork. Well, anyway. But anyway. Hi, this is Griffin. Welcome to Griffin Day Present Revenge of the Pirates. I hate that bit. I officially hate it. Uh, ben cut out everything We've ever from done. here on out and the episode at the last part where David said that he hates it. Yeah, and also delete all former episodes. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Got it. Erase them. Scrub them. Scrub. Um, so, uh, scrub Phantom it. Menace. <laughs> do it. Do it. Do it. Moment of silence for the Jedi Order. Single tier. Just to start out, let's <laughs> yep. take one moment of silence. Hello! Welcome to <laughs> Revenge of the Podcast. Jesus. I'm I'm Griffin. That, that was awful, Griffin. That was so loud. <laughs> you just totally peaked out. I like... had to cut the moment of silence with with some energy. I didn't want an episode to be a bummer. Right, We're going to talk about sorry. some sad You're stuff. Right. You're right. Come on, Ben. That's producer Ben, of course, a.k.a. Purdue Ben, he's a.k.a. Get, he's getting the intro before I get the, ben the intro. Ben He cut in. He cut in. He well, because he yelled in the microphone. He did. Because I wanted to cut the silence. You're doing it again. I'm watching your levels okay, right now. I'm going to talk very quietly <laughs> Hi, uh, this is Griffin. This is David Sims. Welcome to Revenge of the Podcast. Part of the storied Griffin and David Present franchise. Yep. Uh, the rude interruption uh, of, of my emotional oscillation was from producer Ben, a.k.a. producer Ben, a.k.a. the Ben Deucer, <laughs> a.k.a. the Haas, a.k.a. Mr. Positive, a.k.a. Hello, Fennel. Oh, my God. It. Fuck this movie. Yep. 
Seriously, I didn't rewatch it since the last time I watched it. But just on the way over here, thinking about talking about it again, it's just so painful. What is this? How many have we done now? This is, this is four six? out of ten. No, so. no, it's not four. It's not four. Uh, yes, it is. Are you no. serious? Yep. Uh-huh. Wait, 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 wait. No, it's five. It's four. No, it's four. This is four. Oh that outburst God. of anger. This is a new. Wow. I literally thought speed. this was the sixth episode we'd done on this. No, this movie. is this is four out of ten. We do ten episodes. Okay. On each movie. Oh no! I'm talking to our guest. That, oh oh no, my God! It's coming from our our wonderful guest. Uh, the great Mike Drucker. Hello. Mike Drucker. So we're we're talking about the Jedi Order today. Right, today okay. We're talking about the Jedi okay, Order. Okay, of course. We've we've done an episode on Anakin. Okay. We've talked about Palpatine. Right. Mm-hmm. But we want to talk about how the rest of the Jedi's are functioning in this movie and not how not well, not well, <laughs> yeah, not well. Really, really, everything they've been doing wrong comes back to bite him in the ass. Yeah. For three movies. Yeah. For three movies, we've been getting warnings like, hey, it turns out they're Sith lords. Yeah. There, right? Mm-hmm. Well, maybe we it's keep been an eye hinted on that. at pretty let's heavily. Keep, let's keep an eye on that. Oh, hey, yeah. like so, someone in the Jedi Order ordered a clone army without us noticing that. That's weird. Aren't we psychic? Yeah. We, like, shouldn't we be on this? Yeah. The so, third movie, like, oh, yeah, the, the whole clone army, they're genetically programmed to kill us. We missed this. Well, what I hate is you see the first movie and you have two Jedis that are just fighting incredibly well against one guy, obviously, mm-hmm. but then the more Jedi you add to every movie, the worse they are. To the third movie where they order Order 66 and they're just shot. Yeah, they just get shot. They just yeah. get shot. Like, one lady doesn't back. even turn around. <laughs> like, she definitely senses shit, but she doesn't turn around. Can I say shit? Oh, yeah. oh you okay. can say anything okay. you want. Say yeah. you I want. don't know if this is Hasbro pays for this. Oh, yeah, Hasbro does pay for this, but you can say whatever you want. Second, no, I mean, uh, I Griffin should say- has paid Hasbro for <laughs> I paid Hasbro. <laughs> um, I, I, you can say whatever you want, but okay. just advance notice just because you're a comedian, right, right. you're a comedic writer, and I understand I you know, come from the same world. This is a no bits podcast. We should no make bits. it very clear. Okay, no we bits. hate bits. We I'm don't not, believe in bits. No bits. We, we want to talk. This is a serious film criticism <laughs> podcast. We want to talk openly about the films we're discussing right. with no sort of overarching bits. Like, okay, don't no give bits. me more work. I don't want to have to do any editing and okay. posts. Okay, <laughs> right, exactly. No so, bits. Mike, yeah. uh, just so you can feel safe in this environment yeah, if yeah. you aren't already, uh, Sith Lords are not allowed to listen to this podcast. This is a thing Griffin's been doing recently. No, I'm because only half on I don't board want with people it. rating us fucking zero stars. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't it only be two ratings? That's true. Zero There's stars? only a master and an apprentice. We haven't. We got one one star rating so far. Okay, so the but, but who, who was it? Yeah, I don't want the that second shoot drop. Master or the apprentice? The I don't know. <laughs> but which one know. was it? Well, here's what you do. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. That's in episode one, that, that exchange of dialogue. Yoda and Mace Windu. Oh, so, look, seems like it was a Sith Lord. Which was it? The Master and the Apprentice. I don't know. Let's do no work on this. <laughs> Let's just it's not do work on okay. this. The way to figure out who, whether it's the Master or the Apprentice, is look up the age of the person who commented. And if they are 90 years old, then they are the Apprentice. Yeah, you talk to right. Count Yeah, because you got to get then some young buck count. apprentices. <laughs> um,. I, I tweeted out uh, as a joke that we weren't fi- uh, recording because I was filming the new Colin Trevorrow movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A, a lot of people took that seriously. Well, congratulations. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, I just want to clearly say that I would, I would never work for Colin Trevorrow. And I have <laughs> no I have no hesitation saying that publicly because I doubt that Colin Trevorrow will ever make a, a film movie. that I want to be in. He'll I will say that. One. I don't mind what bridges I burn publicly. Colin Trevorrow will never direct a film that I have any interest in being part of the cast. As we said, no bits. and No bits. Um, yeah, a sort of sub-theme in this podcast is Griffin just ruining his career. I'm ruining my career. I'm burning it to the ground. Straight just I have shit. no allies anymore. Obi-Wan follows uh, the lead to the planet where... What the hell is the planet called, actually, where, where he's hanging out? I don't know. It's, it's sort of the jungle planet, but it's like, oh, it's like a big hole. 
right? Like the whole planet, the whole city, it's like someone drilled a big hole in the ground and it's sort of like Not- there's like a, a Guggenheim level, you know, like where there's all these sort of spiraling sub-levels. Not Kashyyyk. No. No, no. no. Is it Utapa? It oh. might be it might be something like that. Uh, uh, we're all bummed out just uh, saying these uh, names. Tion Midon, we're bummed out that we know what, these what? names. What what? Tion Midon. Who, who's that? Who is the uh, the tall dude with the slits on his face and the sharp uh, teeth? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, with the sort of high collar. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's this, played by Bruce Spence? This guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Bruce Spence who is the uh the gyrocopter pilot in uh The Road Warrior. Who's oh. like a fucking awesome? I think you expect us to go. What? what? <laughs> Holy cow! No. He's like a cool fucking Australian. Well, because like... this movie was shot in Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, he's a cool fucking actor. He was the mouth of Sauron in uh, Return of the King. Sure. Yeah. He was one of the side sharks in Finding Nemo. Yeah, you were right. It was a uh, Utapatu. Uta- hey, Utapau, Utapau. Hey now. U- Utapau. How long did George spend on that name? <laughs> 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 Sometimes I'm not I'm not trying to be childish here. I'm trying to grow up on this podcast. But sometimes I really do think that George just uh recorded uh, the sounds of himself pooping and then named things after the sounds that the poop made when it hit the water. Yeah. Most words in this universe sound like diarrhea sounds. How many how many Ys are in the name Kashyyyk? All the Ys. Just yeah. put all the Ys you got in there. Yeah, if if there were a vowel, just make it a Y. That's yeah, sort of the rule with yeah. Uh he goes to Tian Midan and he's like, uh, hey, I'm looking for Grievous. And Tian Midan's like, no Grievous here. And he's like, cause there's this war going on. He's like, Nope, no war here, no mm-hmm. Grievous. Don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, Do you mind if I use the bathroom quickly? And Tian Midan's like, sure, use the bathroom. Hold on, I just have one thing to tell you. There's a ton of war going on here. Grievous is right here. <laughs> Grievous is literally downstairs. Right. But he like leans in yeah. and speaks in a quieter voice, but not that quiet a voice. Yeah. Where like I don't understand how anyone who is spying on them, because then they cut to the balcony, and there's like a balcony that's like maybe a hundred feet away where one of Grievous's like Magna guards yeah. is spying on them. And yeah. it's like, oh, he didn't raise any suspicion when Obi-Wan was there. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. I don't know. It's stupid. <laughs> whatever, it's whatever, like, whatever. Like, dumb, yeah. dumb. So he's like, you, you gotta, you gotta. Yeah, uh, Grievous is here. Kill General Grievous. Please kill General Grievous. He is in room A14. <laughs> he's in conference room A14. <laughs> he is here. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, he's giving a lecture. <laughs> Am I? This planet's like the Guggenheim. This it's like, like it's like a weird tube in the yeah. ground. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I also think for a series of films that are that are hyper titled Star Wars, mm-hmm. I don't think Georgie Porgy understands what a war is. Because <laughs> like anytime a war is brought up in this movie, he's like, "No, there's a ton of war on this planet." <laughs> and you see the planet and just looks like a museum. There's like no battle happening. Well, the other thing is the movie's called Star Wars, and they were like, "Oh shit, we're at the Clone Wars at the end of Attack of the Clones, yeah. right? All right, this is gonna be awesome. We're gonna see all this war." And then we cut to like ten years later. It's yeah. like, well. The war's over. We just oh. finished the war. Yep. <laughs> war and with finished. that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and the way the war breaks out at the end of Attack of the Clones is like if they called in cops to mediate a boxing match that got out of hand <laughs> yeah. and then it turned into a war. Yeah. <laughs> like they send in the clones because there's a bad arena battle happening. And then within 13 seconds, it's a full on war. Yeah. Within 13 seconds, people being loaded into ships. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. Uh, Yo, who's your favorite character? Tian Maidan goes, hey, you want to help find Grievous? Jump on that thing right there. And it is Boga! Yeah, he's a he's a oh, yeah. dactyl, a veridactyl. Okay, yeah, I thought it was a dactyl. I've been misspeaking for the last couple of weeks. It's a veractyl, uh from Utapau. Um, it looks like an iguana. 
Right? No, yes. It's a big iguana. It's a big iguana. It's a big iguana. Okay. A big iguana. Obi-Wan rides it around in some of the worst, C- most spectacularly bad CGI. Right? And it's also like, it just feels like they're like, oh, we could do this, so let's make the scene with no real purpose to it. Yeah, it's kind of like, should Obi-Wan just walk over there? Nah, nah. let's get an iguana. Yeah. What if he rode a giant lizard? And everyone's like, sure, George. There, there might as well be people like carrying plate glass and like that he could smash through it. Like, I mean, it's that sort of like unnecessarily uh, silly. It also feels like the movie was made with less enthusiasm. The movies were yeah. made increasingly less enthusiasm. Like, one is weird but fun. Yeah. Two is terrible but trying to do interesting things. Yeah. And then this one's just like, I don't know. What it a all lizard. turns bad. Like, at least in two, you had, like, a wacky bounty hunter. Yeah. Uh, you had, like, that fat dude who owned a diner. Dexter Jester. <laughs> Part two of my holy trinity. Yeah, you're hitting all of Griffin's favorites. Yeah, we, we see Let's very see if you similarly. can get the third guy in, uh, in Attack of the Clones. I don't remember who it is. I'm trying to remember who it is. Who's oh, oh, it's the returning character from Phantom Menace. Oh, Watto? Yeah. Watto oh, again. oh, yeah. Yeah, Watto plus Hanny. Yeah, My Holy Trinity from Phantom Menace is Watto. Watto's not in this one. Is Watto, Boss Nass, and Tarples? That, that, that's who you like in this one? No, in, in Phantom oh, Menace, it, that was my Holy Trinity, right? Uh, Watto, Boss Nass, and Tarples? Yeah. Well, but then there was TC14. Oh, yeah. Oh, hi. oh yeah, I love TC14. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. Right. Mike, how do we not get you on here soon? Yeah, Mike, <laughs> you really should have been on this podcast from the beginning. Oh, we are man. birds of a feather. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I just read Boga's entire Wikipedia entry, and there's nothing of interest in there. Uh, but, but, I, cause you had said maybe that's your favorite character, and I said, I don't think, because I don't think it's a defined character. I think it's just part of a species. Has a name, though. Boga, and she's, it's female, and she's the fastest on the planet, and that's all they have to say about her. The other thing it says is that, uh, Obi-Wan leaves her for dead because he assumes that she dies, but she yeah. doesn't. She goes on to live a long life. She falls. Yeah, but quite she survives the fall. Wait, says. she goes on to live a long life? Like, yeah. does she have kids or? Yeah. Yeah. Probably some iguana babies. Yeah, oh, she that's has great. Uh, she has ten husbands. Ten, she has ten husbands, thirty children, but none of them replace the the part of her heart <laughs> of that Obi Wan held. Um, Does Obi Wan just kind of randomly jump on her, or is she like given to him? I can't. I remember. think Tiamatons like go jump on. Yeah, jump we, on Boga. We, we have this lizard. Yeah, you know she's like, the fastest on the planet. I, I know it's a big imposition to ask you to kill General Grievous, but maybe if you jumped on this iguana, <laughs> like, <laughs> let's sweeten the deal. <laughs> you can ride my lizard. You don't even have to give it back. It's cool. <laughs> Let it fall as far as you want. It, 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 it'll live a long life. <laughs> uh, this is my favorite section of the movie. I don't know why. I'll tell you why. Although I can't name another section that I really prefer. Yeah, so. I have yeah. no favorite section yeah. on this one. No, this is this is why, and I liked it. I'll I'll say a lot less this time than the first time. Sure. Rewatching it, uh, now this fourth rewatch or whatever it is, but um, it's my favorite section of the movie because it's fucking silly. It is very silly. It's very silly. And Hugh McGregor is playing it up. Yeah. He's yeah. having some fun. He's doing yes. like a sort of Errol Flynn, old timey yeah. swashbuckler, yeah, 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 yeah. like really broad. And the rest of this movie is so laden and like fucking just self serious and oh, yeah. everything. Yeah. And it's like I you know, we Except talk- for the opera house scene. Except for the opera house scene. Oh we've, yeah. We've Which talked about we enjoy. how fucking funny Phantom Menace is and how much we're missing those wall-to-wall laughs in this movie. <laughs> I don't need comedy, but if you're doing a way that's set in space, why not? And everything's CGI and you can create anything you want. Yeah. Why not have a fucking dude on a lizard chasing a coughing robot <laughs> on a one-wheeled bike? Because it's too much stuff. No, it's, just it's, it's much so stuff. much stuff. It's too I'm much saying, stuff. I'm saying maybe he should have that much stuff. <laughs> no. Organa is like, why, why don't you go to Tatooine where um, uh, Anakin's uh, relatives live? <laughs> and by Anakin's relatives, he means... His only his, living relative. His step, I guess, stepbrother and his wife. Right, right. So right. It's, it's his stepbrother and wife. 
Yeah. It's just such a weird place through, to drop off someone's kid. Through the stepfather he met only after. One time, yeah, yeah, One yeah. Time. His mother had been kidnapped from the father. Like, he yeah, met yeah. her. He didn't even yeah. see them yeah. together as a family unit. the second owner of his mother who then married her. <laughs> right. Yeah. His, his kid. kid. <laughs> Although, maybe that's a great place to snatch, like, a baby to be like, all right, who would you never go to see? <laughs> yeah. Oh, your yeah, stepbrother right. you met once. Yeah. A lot of bad memories over there. <laughs> that is not a fun back. place. Not bad memories, but, like, who gives a shit? Exactly. You don't keep up it is kind that. of fun to imagine just like robot Darth Vader showing up and being like, "Hi," like, <laughs> like getting dinner with them and being like, "So how how yeah. are things How's at the, the moisture farm?" <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it's crazy. We didn't even recognize you. You look so different than the last time we saw you. Different. <laughs> Has anyone told you this? <laughs> You're unrecognizable. <laughs> I went through a thing. I'm mystified. Oh, it was real bad. It was bad real week. bad. <laughs> Trust yeah. me, you do not want me to take this mask off. <laughs> All right, not a dinner. <laughs> this is delicious, Baru. <laughs> Baru is a good chef. Um, but yeah, uh, Obi-Wan goes to Tatooine, and uh, Yoda goes somewhere. He, yeah. just, he, just, he, goes he leaves. just leaves. I'll he hide. gets in a ship and leaves. I'll hide. But they have one final conversation. But it's not then. I think it's a little oh, before I when really they're traveling. I really wanted to get to this because it's hysterical. This is an important conversation. Okay. Yeah, it's literally they're like, okay, so what, ha- what happened today? Uh, we didn't kill any of our enemies. Palpatine took over the galaxy. All the Jedi's were exterminated. That kid you were training was the kid you were instrumental. Training has turned into a homicidal maniac. Yeah. yeah. And uh, oh, I forgot to tell you one crazy thing that came up today. Remember Qui Gon? <laughs> but he, you remember he that guy? It like, do you remember that guy who was your master? You remember Qui Gon Jin? <laughs> he says he it like Obi Wan might not remember. Yeah. <laughs> like. I recently heard from him. I can't believe I didn't tell you and this. And Obi-Wan's like, oh, God, he's going senile. <laughs> Qui-Gon's dead. He doesn't remember. It's like when your grandma calls out for the daughter who died 10 years earlier. He's Qui-Gon figured out how to, I don't know, turn into a spirit or something. He says he figured out how to transcend death by becoming part of the Force or something like that. Good news, right? I got you a workbook that you have to, like, <laughs> just, I want you to look at it while yeah. you're in hiding. You're going to have a lot of free time, so... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, you know what I really dislike um, about how they deal with Anakin? They constantly go like, Anakin, I think you're really angry. Like, they don't go like, we're the Jedis. We're these wise people of of presumably, you know, selflessness and and hopefully empathy. control. Right? To go like, Anakin has anger problems. Let's try to talk to him and be like, Anakin, are you doing all right? Yeah. And so they just keep on like. Then maybe he'd say like, well, I fell in love with. Wiener Medalla. And then we're like, what? Whoa! Whoa! No, 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 no. That's bad. We That's got bad. rules here, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember when you were like a little kid and your parents would go like, uh, somebody's tired, and you go like, I'm not tired. Yeah. Right. Like you didn't want people telling you what you were. Yeah. That's how they tired. deal with Anakin throughout all three movies. Yeah, but they he, just go yeah. like, somebody's angry, and he's like, I'm not angry. Yeah. And it's like, just talk to him about what's going on in his life. Massage these issues. I mean, it just seems like they don't, there's a lot of red flags. Oh yes, the movies. Hell of a lot of red flags. Hell of a lot of red flags. Yeah, um, and also the Sith. Like, let's not forget, they unveil themselves in Episode <laughs> One. Right. Oh yeah, they literally give them every opportunity. Like, figure out who we are. We keep showing up. <laughs> yeah, they have three movies to do it. They don't do it. Yeah, Anakin figures it out and gets tempted to the dark. Side. Also, this is over the course of like, I'd assume twenty something years. It's a long time. You know, mm-hmm. like. And they're the sit there back. They're like, ah, it's. I mean, fine. We killed one of them. That's it. 
There's so many frustrating things about we this series. We killed one of them. There's only one Sith, right? Or is it two? I don't know. <laughs> Usually two. But I always we're forget if fine. it's one or two. Yeah, we should check the Jedi archives sometime. Oh, the, our power to sense the Force has been diminished. Also, oh, they say that all the time. Yeah. They keep saying their powers are diminished. Also, all the files in their Jedi archives have been deleted. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. And there's this clone army that a Jedi ordered. Let's Ooh. not look into <laughs> it. <laughs> also, it's weird. The Chancellor's like not leaving office. He just keeps staying around. And everything kind of <laughs> conspires to like keep him in office. He keeps on creating new positions and then electing himself to them. That seems bad. Yeah, you um, can't sense anything about him in the force, so it's probably okay. Right? <laughs> like yeah, he's yeah, probably yeah. a good guy. Yeah. I gave him a once over. He's fine. I gave him a once over. <laughs> <laughs> they're like airport security, yeah. where they're like, "Hey, if you don't have any like dark side water bottles, all right, you're in." And then like you find out someone just brought a bomb onto the plane. Right? He, they pat him down once with the back of their hands. Right? And yeah. They're like, "You're cool. You're clean." He literally decorates his whole office red. Yeah, yeah. his whole office is red and black. Yeah, red and black. Yeah, yeah. And he writes Sith in the carpet. Yeah. He's also always asking a young Padawan to hang out with him, which, if not dark side, is still yeah. something to be questioned. It seems out. like he has a taste like, for the younglings. Can you let you this 15 year old kid hang out with me for a few hours? Nothing will happen. Yeah. It's uh, it, it would be satisfying to have one of those endings where you realize that Yoda was kind of a villain all along. And not right. like a twisty mustache yeah, really sure, like yeah. I was w- working the gears, but it's like through negligence. The fool on the hill. He was as bad a force as those who were deliberately evil. Unintended. And yeah. and to see him get a lightsaber through the brain <laughs> might have been nice. And why not? This is the last movie. What are you saving, George? Why let him go off and have a nice life in seclusion? Why? David's holding his hands Maybe he up. wanted to make a fourth movie. I don't think. I mean. Padme has two kids. A fourth movie. Uh, yeah. No, Mike, right. Mike, gonna... yes. Mike, yes. <laughs> Mike, yes. Mike, Mike yes. yes. Mike, yes. Hashtag Mike, Mike yes. Mike, yes. Please tweet at Mike. Uh, hashtag Mike, yes. Yeah, please. No, I mean, we talked about this. Uh, I, I don't know if you know this, Mike, yeah. but George Lucas did sell Lucasfilm to Disney recently. I, I think did, mostly because yeah. they wanted the Indiana Jones franchise Yeah, right. and uh, the remake and rights to Tucker, A Man in His Dreams. Yeah, and Strange Magic. <laughs> yeah, Strange Magic, Willow. Um, there are a lot of good things. Yeah, in they that. wanted to make those, you know, the Monkey Island games again or something. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah, yeah, were yeah. able to work Howard the Duck back into Guardians of the Galaxy. That's true. Good. Yeah. Um, uh, Radio Land Murders, of course, uh, would work very well as a TV series. Anyway. Um, Please, just keep naming Lucasfilm properties. <laughs> I think there may be two more. Yeah, there's not a lot. Yeah. Um, if he had wanted to make a fourth film, I think he would have done it. What was stopping him? Lack of finances? <laughs> Age, lack of confidence, or maybe, maybe just burnout from doing three in a row. But he you did still want to make, yeah. yeah. Maybe he but, wants to but, do other stuff. But he produced Red Tails. He did produce Red Tails. Mm. Uh, oh, yeah, he he sold the company to Disney. Right, and uh, you know, I we've been saying. I mean, they are sitting on, despite how hated these movies are. Yeah, what was a very successful trilogy of films? Yeah, oh yeah. And Disney's very property-minded, you know, franchise-minded. It, it would not be out of this realm to assume that someday Disney would try to do an episode four. Yeah. Do you think they try to fucking work Yoda back into it? I mean, like... It, hey, sure, why not? Frank yeah. Oz is still available. As a villain? As what? What does he become be good. now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, Yoda turns evil. But does he fight Obi-Wan, or is there, like... I mean, you have those babies, but... Maybe he tries to kill the babies? You think Yoda tries to kill the babies? Probably. That's or where st- I would or take steal it. them to raise them himself. Maybe? I'm just saying. But then you, again, he also hid them. I don't know. Yeah. If you brought me into a pitch meeting and were like, a fourth Star Wars movie, what would you do? I'd be like, okay, 
Yoda's creeping into a child's bedroom. The lightsaber brandish. This is the opening scene in the movie. And then Obi-Wan chops him in two. That's opening scene is Obi-Wan kills Yoda. Bisects him. Okay. okay. So now Obi-Wan's standing with a bisected Yoda over two babies. Yeah, yeah, sure. No, okay. they get split up. What's scene two? Yeah, I don't know. We have two and a half hours after that. Cut two, 20 minutes later. I don't know. 20, <laughs> 20 minutes later. So let's just briefly, you know, say our respects for Adigalia. The Adimundi. Plo Kloon. Yeah, he, he, he bites it. Yep. Uh-huh. Kit Fisto. Oh, this stuff. Who's the little guy? The little guy with the uh, sort of droopy ears. Oh, I forget. Oh, yeah, I forget. Uh, Yoriel Poof. No, he dies between, like, episodes two and three or something. Really? Just like I was reading age. his Wikipedia. <laughs> no, he dies, like, tragic. Like, Dooku really? chops him into pieces or something. It's crazy. There's a comic book about it. Wow. Um, we like Yoriel Poof. He's the one with the kind of long stalk head. Oh, yeah. The yeah. Q-tip. Uh, yeah. His, his race is that he, he's a he's a queer man. And his last name is Poof. <laughs> So. Good job, George Lucas. Yep, that's what we said. Uh, R.I.P. Yaddle, we suppose. Yeah, a lot of these characters died off screen, but yeah, um, we lost we lost a lot of good ones. Adrian Evan Peel, Evan Peel, yeah, Adrian Kolar. Yeah. yeah, all these all these just great characters. Bruce Sophie, some of our best friends, <laughs> some of the most beloved characters in the history of pop culture, all gone. We have a very special guest with us here today. Mm-hmm. David, would you like to introduce her because you, and I'm not angry about this. You shouldn't be. Have podcasted with her in the past. Yeah, yeah. But she was the original podcast. I'm not uh, you're, jealous. You're, you're, you're the, the cheat. I'm not jealous. You know, you're the uh, the other woman. I'm not jealous. Uh, this is so- Sonia Soraya. Hi. Hi. Hi, David. Who I do a podcast with called Night Cheese. Hi. Yeah, it's fun. We should eat cheese, actually, on this podcast. We should have got it. Well, I did just have a chicken parm flatbread from Pax. Wholesome foods. Is that really what you want to put on the line right now? <laughs> Look. <laughs> Look. That's what they that's what they had and that's what I got. What did um, you have? I, I had a crispy chicken club. All right. They had cheese uh, on it as well. Sony is the TV critic for salon.com. Yes, and Griffin, you are the other woman. Oh well. Yeah. I, I actually I did cheat on Sonia. When with you. you when you guys first started talking about the podcast on Twitter, I did yell at you both about starting this with I know, me. I yeah. know. I just we got clear. you on. No, I appreciate it. Obviously. Obviously whatever this is a threesome literally right now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, let's not let's not let Ben Ben can have yeah, some I can watch. Watch. Ben's, Ben's <laughs> watching. Ben's in the corner. <laughs> yeah. Of course we have with us as always producer Ben, aka producer Ben, aka the Ben Deucer, aka Mr. Positive, aka the Haas, aka Hello Fennel, aka Peeping Tom. Hey he's all right. a new nickname because he's gonna watch while we all boon. Um, mm. um. By the way, I think it's also interesting that they don't have sonograms in this universe. Look, <laughs> no one knew. No one knows that she has twins. Look, it's 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 inexplicable because it's not a twist in the movie yeah. when she has two babies. Yeah, like it plays no plot point, but for some reason they decide to reveal it then. Like yes. I don't know why. Like they could have just said, like I'm pregnant, Annie, with twins. Well, congrats. N- Twins. Well, I guess it's so Anakin doesn't know there's it's a so sister Anakin doesn't or know, a brother. But uh, I mean, these are obviously the only three films that he's ever made, so it doesn't matter. But you know, it's very annoying. I understand it's... why you keep on restating things. Our our <laughs> listenership is not stupid. Sandra. You can just look. We don't like bits on this podcast. We know how no many movies bits. there are. Okay. Look, I just want to make this clear. We we have a very anti-bit. erudite listenership. Yeah, they are well educated. Oh, can I read some listener oh, reviews? Oh, sidebar. <laughs> I'm sorry, Sonia, to cut you off, but it's very important we do some housekeeping I'm every episode. You off to read some listener reviews. It's very important we do some housekeeping because 
rating us, reviewing us, Please. subscribing to our cousin podcast on the UCB Comedy Network. We have 42 reviews now. Don't you want to bump us up to 50? Fucking, well, I don't know. 42, Jackie Robinson. Maybe that's the right number. It's a good number. Maybe we go one above. We Noted baseball man, Griffin Newman. Yep. Uh, okay. No one mentioned Hitchhikers. Hitchhikers? Oh, Hitchhikers got to go. Of course, 42. Oh. The, uh, life, the universe, and everything. Um, so everyone, please keep rating, but don't review anymore because we found the perfect number of reviews. No, don't say that. No, keep no, no. please review. Don't no. please review. No. Don't listen to him. Don't so wait, review I, us. Keep reviewing. Do <laughs> not. Please. Uh, I I want to. So I just want to say um, some uh, some things. Uh, uh, read out some reviews. We've got a review from Ramona Castle. Have you read this one? I think this is our friend Ramona. Perhaps. There's a heart is the title. Mm-hmm. Hi, Griffin and David. I love you both, even though every episode of this belies it. You're both perfect gentlemen. Five stars. Wow. Now, how about this one from Conrado Falco? Did you read this one? This one's I'm really looking good. at this one right Why now. Why do you read that aloud? Mozart. Tolstoy. <laughs> Picasso. <laughs> Griffin and David. P.S. Producer Ben is also a genius. That's the full <laughs> review. All right. All right. That's the full review. All right. And here from Monkey Shines, Hello Fennel, he says, uh, though I am dismayed and furious at the fact that there's no new episode this week that was last week yeah. or two weeks ago. When is this episode coming this out? Is, yeah, this, we're recording oh, two back. at once. Yeah. I've decided to give this a five-star rating because only David and Griffin could piss me off this much. The Ben Deucer is just charming and never mm. rankles me. Aww. There you go, Ben. Uh, thanks. All right, that's enough thanks, reviews. I, no, I got one more I want to read. I got one more I want to read. This is the last one. Five-star review. The subject heading is delightful. Love the podcast, but if I have it my way, you will never work in show business again, Griffin. And that review is from Colin Trevorrow. You're an asshole, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> what if it was from Colin Trevorrow? I mean, who knows? What Maybe if that's Colin his Trevorrow iTunes account. Was so, uh, yeah, <laughs> was so obsessed with himself that he, he even heard our podcast dissing him. We don't like Colin Trevorrow. You know... Director of Jurassic World. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. He's a yeah. bummer. Yeah. And he should be kicked in the penis. <laughs> Didn't he say some dumb shit about women? He did. No, okay, oh, yeah. oh this is, yes. This is like what I know him He before. gave one of those interviews answers where it's like, look, of course I think more women should direct movies. But they don't want to, and uh, they and there's not enough women, and he where said, are the women anyway? Yeah, he, like, you know, he said, said like, like eight yeah. things that suck. He said, listen, sweetie, the thing you don't understand is that- <laughs> We are going to get sued! <laughs> women don't want to do big budget movies. That's not uh, what they're interested in. I have no interest in doing no. big budget <sighs> movies myself. No, yeah. no one does. Just why I'm here talking about Star Wars. Yeah, That's no. why. Yeah. No, there's a reason it's a white man's game, because only white men <laughs> like them. Yeah. Only white men like being successful. That's why, That's throughout history, only white men have succeeded. I hate Colin. <laughs> it's because they're- the only ones that want to. Why did I, no one else people like failing. It's, it's true. weird. It's true. It's uh, true. So, listenership, uh, please rate, review, subscribe, and kick tra- Colin Trevorrow in his wiener. That's now <laughs> end of housekeeping segment. Yep. It would be great if we I've could never talk to seen... George Lucas. Could you imagine hey, if we George, got to you sit be on down the show, with him? Email us. I'm David L. Sims at gmail.com. <laughs> Let's start us out. Griffin and David present at gmail.com. George Lucas, if you're interested, we've been ragging on you a lot. If you want to come on and defend yourself, we, we would happily have you on an episode. Yeah. Just keep that out there. If he is on the show, can you please ask him if his nickname has ever been Georgie Porch? Georgie Porch. Yeah, Georgie Porch. <laughs> that's his nickname on this one. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's no talk about the actual, no bits. Let's talk about the actual death. Okay. Uh, okay. Oh, and yeah. You really want to talk this about This is a big yeah. thing. Yeah, no, it's really hung up about. on this. Yeah. It's, it's shitty. <laughs> it is shitty. It is shitty. <laughs> so when Anakin okay. reveals to her all her suspicions are correct, 
right? Yeah, he's been murdering children. Yeah. Yeah. He's working for the dark side. Yeah. He yeah. exterminated a bunch of Jedi. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. He goes like, Anakin, what are you talking about? How do you, Anakin, I don't. And she, she does, I'm sorry, to, yeah. to, she, she manifests the first rejection of, like the first like, oh wait, I'm a person that isn't in love with, like that isn't totally just this person's like, yes. lackey. Yeah. Yes, she gets a little disillusioned. And I appreciate your apology because I was really connected emotionally to that <laughs> performance and it's going to take me another second to get back into it. I under, You made a good point, Sonia, and I'm glad you did, but I just, <laughs> hold no on. Bits, come on. The train was running. Okay. She goes, I think I... I don't she has a line, I think, that you're trying you're to get to. You're breaking my heart, yes. Anakin. There it is. There it is. Yeah. Now, it's this very, very earnest. I actually kind of like the way she delivers it. She's a pretty good actress. Right? I, I think given that line she's on the page. She's bad in the movie, but she's pretty good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I think given that line on the page, having to deliver that line, I think she makes a kind of interesting choice, which is to really deliver it as like a, a girl yeah. caught up in a romantic fantasy that's now crumbling around her. Yes. She had this very simple idea of like wanting to be together and be happy with him. Yes. And she's now reduced to like, you know, breaking my heart is like this very childlike notion of like yeah. literally a heart being broken in twain or whatever. Um, she says that. He chokes her. <laughs> Obi-Wan says stop. Yeah. Right? God. She's lying there perfectly. She's in a perfect Yeah, she's, yeah, she's, she's like yeah, this yeah, yeah. perfect. But it's like you, literally when they cut to her on the ground, her arms are still held out as if she was bracing the fall. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, Obi-Wan takes her back on the ship, brings her to Bail Organa's place. He has the droid with the clasped hands. Wait, does Obi-Wan take her back on the ship? I want to say C-3PO and R2 do. Is this a crazy thing? No, All right. Obi-Wan's mean... on the ship with them, definitely. But it Wait, might no. be C-3PO and R2 do physically take right, her. Right, because yeah. she's Obi-Wan there. Then Obi-Wan yes. checks her yes. pulse yes. or something. Correct. Then they go fight. And then they come back, and they're both both of the droids are like whistling a bunch. They're like, "Oh my god, something's happened! You gotta do a <laughs> they thing!" They whistle away. And he's like, "Okay," and he like goes inside the ship. Yeah, because I right. think they get her to a hospital ship. It's not yes. like their ship is a hospital ship. Is yeah, it? they have to fly her too. So, and that and that's where Yoda and Bail Organa. Right, are. I think right. that's on Bail Organa's planet. Oh yeah, his fantastic ship on his ship. Right, yeah, they yeah. use his fantastic ship to get to his planet where the hospital is. I believe it's hard to Look, keep track of this No, movie. it's on a ship, bro. Is it? Yeah. And who knows? I thought the thing with the. This honestly doesn't matter. It's okay. Right. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, genuinely impossible to follow. <laughs> yeah. But somehow she gets to a hospital. Yes. Right? Far yep. away from Anakin. Yep. Um, in answer to your question, Sonia, I do like paralleling those two actions against each other. I wish for someone like George, who talks so much about trying to create like visual repetition, mm-hmm. circular imagery throughout the films, they're constructed in very different ways. They're cutting back and forth between the two. And I think he could have, like, from a nerdy filmmaking perspective, really created, like, visual contrast and similarities between the two things. Whereas now it's just two actions being presented, shot in very different ways. Mm -hmm. Um, But delivery room, the robot comes out. She she hasn't given birth to one, even one of the babies yet, right? That's true. And the robot comes out with his little clasped hands. (laughs) He's got kind of like sad face. He's got, sad you know. He looks a little bit like Wally. Yeah, he has actually. these droopy Wally yeah, eyes. Yeah, now yeah, that yeah. I think yeah. About it. it yeah. would be funny though if he was a doctor and he had to like load like a, a frowny face emoji, you know, like. But then if he had good news, he would load like a happy, you know. Like. I was gonna say, do you think they have a bad news robot and a good yeah, news robot? <laughs> they might. They have like a Patch Adams robot. Yeah. The other oh one waves his arms around, oh and he has big goofy eyes, oh and this God. one has sad eyes, and he clasps his hands. But he goes. um... 
it's fascinating. Medically, she's in perfect condition. I'm paraphrasing here, but this is really what yeah, he yeah. said. There's nothing mm-hmm. we can, this is really right. wrong with her. He goes, yeah. it's weird. Medically, she's in perfect condition, but yet she seems to be, we seem to be losing her. Yes. It's almost as if she has lost the will to live. She delivers two babies, yep. which is a very taxing physical act. <laughs> Not easy, although it seems easy, so maybe there's some technology. Oh, yeah, just they use like the scoop arms yeah. and a scoop, vacuum. And just, just, yeah. <laughs> I like, don't even know what's happening under that hood. <laughs> but, uh, but that my, is true. My point is, within the world that we know, right? perhaps not Georgie Porgy's Phantom Menace <laughs> world, but within the world we know, it is very difficult to have a baby, yeah. to physically deliver it's, a baby. It's and a memorable day when it happens. <laughs> I think. I think it's usually you're like, this was quite a day. Good or bad, you remember it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that, two in a row. Two in a, two row. In a row. Two in a row. Two in a row. Pretty big. Not easy. In olden times, and let's not forget that is a galaxy Revenge far, far of the away Sith a long time ago. Is a period piece. Fair, it yeah. is a period film, right? <laughs> In olden times, many women would not survive childbirth. Sure. And they would not go, well, I guess she has lost the will to live. <laughs> They'd go, hey, guess what? Delivering babies is really tough. And if you're even slightly hobbled when you yeah, start well, doing it, it might kill you. You why might not they, make Why it doesn't the doctor say, like, yeah, you know, apparently it seems like she has just been choked and assaulted by an extremely powerful Jedi did that happen recently? <laughs> that would help explain all of this. Did she? No. I mean, they're making dying of a broken heart. Yeah, she died like of a, a broken real heart. Thing. That's right. A thing. But, but your point is, like, from a story perspective, she is in a weakened physical state. Yeah. Right. Did not know she had two babies within her, and now has to deliver both at the same time. Yeah. That might kill someone in her position, especially someone as slight as she is to begin with. <laughs> She's right? undernourished. Right. I, clearly, she'd never been to a gynecologist because no. she didn't know she had two babies. And it was in secret. The Maybe that's because it was a secret pregnancy. Yeah, mm. <laughs> that must be why. <laughs> Good Although point. she could have just bought a, this doctor, right? He's a robot. Just go you to like Sears and get a doctor robot. <laughs> that's a really good point. I, w- I want to say something about Bail Organa, please. And I hate bits. I hate bits. Are you going to say Jimmy Smith? No, I love Jimmy Smith. Right. Hate bits, just, and I love Jimmy Smith. But you, hate bits, hate bits, love Smith. Pro bits, anti Smith. Anyway. No, fucking, I flipped it. Oh fuck! <laughs> oh no, now we're pro bits. Oh no, <laughs> anti bits, pro Smith. Anti bits, pro Smith. Uh, anyway, so this movie has a lot of CGI. Correct. Has a lot of crappy set design. As a result, I can't wait to hear what we're. It's got about. pillars. There's that scene with the pillars. I've mentioned it so many times on this podcast. But when the pregnancy is announced, mm-hmm. they're in this room that's just infinite pillars. It's just a copy paste of pillars. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, it's just, there's some things where you're like, well, come on, guys. Jimmy Smith drives a ship, and he's got, the Organa people have this ship. The Organa mobile. Jimmy Schmidt's ship. Jimmy Schmidt's ship. The Jimmy ship. We're pro Schmidt Schmidt. God damn it. Go on, go on, go on. It is the greatest set they have had in any of these movies. The ship itself. Yes. It's got this, like, crazy, like, white interior. It's really minimal and simple. Do you know what I'm talking about? You only see it for, like, one minute at the end of the movie. Wait. The, the it's called like what the hell is the ship called? It's, but which it, one? I'm sorry, I don't even remember which one. Jimmy it is. Smith's ship. It's it's, it's Jimmy. If I search, it's organic. What's it? What's it's, it? A, it's a huge ship. We're not talking like a little cruiser. No, it's, it's a, a big ship. ship. He's in. Bail Organa spaceship interior. This is what's being googled right now. Do you guys not know what I'm talking? No, about? I do know I what you're no, talking about. I have about. no clue. I do what know you're talking about. I'm gonna try to find the scene where it happened. Here, Tantive, heroes, Tantive heroes regroup. Four? That's it. The Tontiv Four. Yeah. What are we watching it now? Yeah, it's this thing. Oh, so it's I like it, the ship on the outside kind of looks the like a wiener. The blockade runner. That's what it's called. It looks like yeah. a wiener on the outside. We have to say it's long and it's got protruding top and then like the, it's it's sort it's of It's got wings. It's got 
No, it's, no, it's not. It's that oh, it's thing. All wings. Okay. It's that thing. Oh, god! It, it does look like a bunch of circular yeah, engines. It, it looks very We strange. see inside this thing briefly. Are we going to see inside yes. it now? And um, uh, oh, is I it see. is it this thing? No, no. Here, no. watch, watch. We're about We're to see it. it. I think. Who's this? Is this Obi Wan docking with it? Yeah, yeah I think th- so. No, but this is your and point. And that ship has a Here's nice what... interior too. I want to mm, say. I, I, I like. Look, look at this interior. It's look at uh, this. Yeah, it's a real cool. set. <laughs> this is really good. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's a great scene. And, yeah, and yeah. like it, it, it feels like it's... a definable place. Right. Ugh. Okay. Yeah. Can I? And it has the right aesthetic. Yes. A lot of the stuff on Coruscant doesn't feel and right. And there's one yeah. other time the movie does this, and I hate bits. I hate them. We don't like bits. And it's at the end when Vader and Palpatine and some other guy are hanging out on an Imperial cruiser, and they're looking out at yeah. the stars, yeah. at this thing being built, the yeah. the killer planet, whatever it's called. Uh, that is also a great set. Yes. Yes. With this like corridor that he walks down, and there's all these people like working in the pit below him, and you sort of get the idea that like the Empire is sort of brushing away all the sort of like art, you know, the the gold and the lavish of the old era. Mm. You're talking about the killer star. Yeah, the, 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 ki- the killer, planet. the killer star, death planet. Yeah, whatever. I it's also called. hate bits. It doesn't even need hate repeating. I, the thing I, Sony hates I hate right now. both of you. So the, much. the other thing I think, because I'm looking at this design, right? And look at it's this, like, look at this. No one can see what this, we're talking this about. This is a practical set. Invest. It's a white hallway. Yeah. There's some stuff on the walls, but it looks like the real inside of like a military vehicle, yes. right? Of like a submarine or something. There's a basis in reality. It's not just business. It's not just ornate design for design's sake. Right. And it is, it's practical. Yeah. And it's clean. Yeah. It's minimalistic. There's not it's all this They had chaos. to build this. Do you know what this kind of reminds me of what? in a very primal way? What? And I hate bits. I'm just going to restate I this. I, you know, because I know. Fuck bits. People are saying, oh, this is getting so dry now. This is getting so dry. But it's because we hate bits that we're going to talk very dryly <laughs> what does it about remind all you this. Of? The Darth Vader design. Honestly, there's yeah. a classicism. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> To yeah. that, to the killer star, to the interior all of right. this ship, enough. they all look fucking, they're, they're intelligently, well, they look, they look elegantly tactile. designed. They're yeah, tactile, yeah, yeah. they're great. Oh, love it. Anyway. Good sidebar. <laughs> we were talking about Baylor. I hate both of you so much. Sonia, thank you so much for being on we the show. We love you, Sonia, and we love bits. I mean, we hate bits. That's what Ben's been doing. Well, well that's what I've been doing, guys. So uh... Keeping Tom Hosley over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's the peeper. He's, he's the, the peeper. peeper. Look at the peeper is the new name. Just so Ben's uh, suggestion wasn't a total dead end, I would like to uh, present uh, for this new segment, Star Wars What Ifs. <laughs> okay. I'd like to present, uh, this is Al Pacino as Padme Amidala. <laughs> Anakin. <laughs> You're uh, breaking my heart! That was terrible. <laughs> I'm not laughing. Oh, I loved it. it Everyone else loved it. <laughs> the room, good. The room, good. Loves the room it. loved it. The room. The room loves it. Maybe we'll do the performance review next time, or uh... yeah, it's about syncing up guests. But we got some good ones going up. We're gonna we're gonna do performance review, and we're look going at to Jenny do Jenny Tartakovsky's Clone Wars. Jenny Tartakovsky, my favorite living filmmaker, director of Hotel Transylvania and Hotel Transylvania Two. Yeah, did a Clone Wars micro series, yeah. animated micro series. I um, think is on, better on, on the Cartoon Network, I believe. Yes, better than the film. And so we're gonna do that. Yeah. We're gonna do performance review. We'll see which one comes next. But those are both coming up in your future. They're coming uh, a long. A short time ahead in a galaxy very close by. <laughs> Don't make fun of me. That's my real voice. <laughs> it is not. Yes, it is. <laughs> I talk like this. You're never going to get a Pixar movie. I'm never going to get a Pixar movie. <laughs> my career is ruined. Um, Producer Ben, final thoughts? Uh... I don't know. 
Sorry we dragged you out here for on a Sunday. Buddy. No, it's okay. It was fun. I, I mean, at first. <laughs> You're least convincing. <laughs> no, it was fun. No, yeah, it was fun. I, I mean, the previous episode, I was mad. Yeah, I was, yeah, Ben I was, was mad. He doesn't talk mad. much in fuming. last week's episode. Wait, why uh, was Ben mad? Because uh, he didn't want to I just didn't oh, want to no. be here doing oh, it, but I warmed up, and this one had a lot of fun watching It was because you guys. of me. Hey, I think it was. Oh yay. No. No. Do it. <laughs> I got very little sleep last night. I'm ready to fucking How slam performance left to right. I'm hungover, and I'm tired. I'm, I'm sad. I'm doing great. We have a very special guest today. <laughs> Chris Gethard. Chris Hi. Gethard. He's, How are you doing, he's Chris? a comedian. He's an actor. He's a hero of ours. Thank you. He's the the host of the Chris Gethard show, right? True. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. But you are an actor. I also am an actor. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, this is an important thing to know. I'm not an actor, but you two are actors. Act- you guys have a perspective I didn't even on think this. Of that. I'll I'm be a critic. Viewing other actors, yeah. I have to be very mindful of the craft. Yeah, of course, their work, and like you should be mindful of the the situation they were in, which was uh, a tough one. Absolutely, context is important. You yeah, know, I the environment. So. I mean, you spent a lot of time on set. You've been working a lot the last couple of sets. years. Yeah, I've been on sets. In, in I've multiple seen a different set or two. My dad, I've lingered around a craft service table or two. But you've worked on big budget stuff. You've worked on small Not, budget. Stuff. I guess. Yeah, I guess that's you're, true. You, I mean, you've been cut out of some very big budget stuff. Just what's that? <laughs> You look. Are you angry at me? I'm not saying that as a slam. <laughs> That's a fact. You were on a very big budget set. I'm not it's a bit kind of a sore spot. Focus <laughs> on the fact that you were cut out. Literally two minutes into the podcast, you just made our guest cut furious. Out. Iron Man three. No, I'm not I'm psyched. About, I'm not psyched about it. Well, I, I'm not psyched about it either. I wish you were in it, but because you were on that set. I might get cut out of Ghostbusters next year. You were in Ghostbusters. Who knows. That's a, Do that I have a question. Do, is that just called Ghostbusters, or does it have a new? Is it just? I'm is actually it, not sure. Is like does it? I actually have a don't even title? know if I was allowed to say that. <laughs> that might be exclusive, <laughs> or it might be Did something exclusive. He's exclusive. Oh boy! Yeah, that might be something. Cut Welcome out. to our podcast. How long podcast. is this? Oh, uh, you know, ninety minutes. <laughs> ninety minutes, and, and Griffin behaves this way the whole time. This is a, maybe the best behavior I've been on in weeks. Usually, I talk about robot pussy and read racist essays I wrote in eighth grade. You only did that the one time, but uh, robot that, that pussies lost... I talk about. A oh lot. yeah, yeah, yeah. And not um, that much this season because my favorite robot robot side piece is dead. No. There's another very basic thing about when watching oh, Revenge no. of the Sith last night, and this is something I knew, but I don't think. You know, I had so much emotion watching them in the theater when they were of course, out. Of course, the big conclusion of the famed Star Wars yes, trilogy. Yes, uh, yeah. I had watched the first one and the second one, and everything had built to this. Right. Uh, <laughs> but one thing I really, really, that really rings out, that's such a simple fix that I think makes all three movies- oh, We love these. 20% better. Yeah. yeah. If the droids are your bad guys, they should not- all sound like assholes. Yeah, they should not all sound like total dorks. Everything go, is like, meep, meep, meep. Roger, <laughs> Roger, Roger, Roger. The worst thing to me uh, is yeah, that they literally Jedi. go, uh-oh, and like, uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. uh-oh. Yeah. There's like one part where in Revenge of the Sith, and sp- I would imagine free reign of spoilers, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is spoiler <laughs> like, We've gone Like when Obi-Wan and Anakin uh, go in to, to rescue uh, the Chancellor, mm-hmm. and then those two big R2s hiding out, and those two big droids come back, and they're straight up like, oh, yeah, well, that's, a, that, that's a Jedi, that's a Jedi warship. <laughs> so if these guys are supposed to be fucking scary, make them sound well, this is, formidable. There's never any stakes when the Jedi are facing off with the droids, which they do frequently. They're completely disposable. Yeah, of course. It's yeah. just like, oh, let's deal with this like like they're sneezing on him, basically. The Jedi just, well, you know, but even R2 with his Inspector Gadget routine can shut down a few. Yeah, he can pee pee oil. <laughs> Yeah. Make them slip, and that—that's <laughs> not the greatest moment would, in the trilogy. Say, that, I would also say that when it lights on fire, it's actually weirdly grim and violent. 
compared to everything else that's ever happened in Star Wars. This is a pretty grim movie, right? I'd it say is. compared to the it other is. two movies, there's some grim content yeah. in this movie. And we've talked about this before. For some reason, I don't know if it's it's uh, thematically the way the scenes are set up, if it's visually the way they're designed. Mm-hmm. The robot deaths in this movie are a lot more violent than in the first two. Yeah. The, the deaths feel kind of gross and sad. I would say this too. I watched the movie, and there were stretches where I got very bored and restless because oh, yeah. of uh, it's long. Uh, yeah, but I noticed they all involve specific actors, which probably ties in well today to a performance review. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. A lot of stretches I was actually into it, but I would also argue this: if it ended, was it Order sixty six? I believe yes, Order yeah. sixty six. Yeah. If it ended after the sequence that showed Order sixty six, and uh, Yoda just went into hiding. If it ended with the thing where Yoda gets inside that little, the little uh, blaster cartoon pod, rocket yeah, ship, little pet ship. <laughs> if that movie ended there, I would say that it might actually be a satisfying film. So that's probably an hour forty-five in, probably that's, like that's a another decent like length thirty in. to forty. Because then minutes. you got you still it's got the whole Anakin and them uh, going back to the Jedi Temple, all and that, all that stuff. If it just ended with Yoda taking off, yeah, not a bad film. I agree. Even with darker, you, though. But you know what? That have. would be yeah. that would be a film that was setting up another film, right? Exactly. Like, that would be a film that was leaving you with some nice meaty cliffhangers. What's going to happen to Anakin? This is the completion of a story, Chris. You have to absolutely. Remember. And yeah, I feel, and it would also leave so many loose ends that you couldn't tie up all those loose ends. You'd have to commit to making like another three films. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but that's I a dream. That's the dream. That. I mean, I don't know if you know this. George Lucas did kind of stealthily sell Lucasfilm to Disney a couple of years ago. Yeah. And so we've been theorizing that Disney, I mean, they have this property. The original three films aren't very well loved, but were very successful. Yeah. They might try to make another movie. I mean, we you keep on know. hoping that they'll announce an episode four any day, which yeah. would mean it probably wouldn't come out till like 2018. I, would, I mean, if they made an episode four, I'd be really interested. And you know what would be cool about that, too, is like seeing all our like our original cast come back now aged. You know, seeing like Hayden and like Ewan a, a and 40 Natalie. something Ewan McGregor? Yeah, the Holy Crazy. Trinity. Are, you know, our three leads. Yeah. 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 An Oscar, now an uh, now Oscared Natalie Portman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let's let's get through. Let's get okay. Through yeah, so cast. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna yeah. I'm, I'm looking at as I usually do. I'm looking so at IMDb. cast member by cast member. Yeah. Yeah. And IMDb we go from the top, uh, yeah. which is fun. Oh, can I say one other thing? Anything. One other there. general thing before we go get right into space. I'm gonna really focus on anything you want. Yeah. In the in the when they go. Um. Wait, where are they when Obi-Wan is riding around on that giant lizard? That's my favorite part of the uh, movie. It's called, like, U- Utapu Utapau? or Utapau, something like that. It's the planet fighting with that. It's a General Grievous. That, oh, uh, my yeah. God. Okay, we're going to talk about General Grievous we, later. Yeah, we right? Oh, my God. <laughs> Maybe the worst. <laughs> yeah, maybe the worst thing. Absolutely fucking worst. Yeah. But that lizard that Obi-Wan inexplicably rides around on, there's never been a more blatant cash grab at making a toy than that. Worked for me. My favorite character. I would say. Why does that shit exist? I don't. I don't know, and I don't know why. Literally, we've talked about this. The scene is like they're like, "Oh, he's downstairs," and Obi Wan's like, "Great. Do you have like an iguana? Maybe I could ride downstairs, like rather than just take level ten. Great. Should I wait for help or should I get on this thing that kids might buy? But uh, I would say General Grievous is a pretty blatant toy. Oh my god, General General (laughs) Grievous is the worst. I mean, poorly. Everything about Everything. him is poorly. poorly executed, animated. No one cares about his opinions. He's constantly <laughs> just like that one part. Remember that one part where he shows up on a ship and then it's just like him and uh, huffing and puffing. He just like gets off the ship and he's in a big rush. You, he yeah. looks like a fucking dickhead, man. 
looks like a dickhead. Well, he's always coughing. I mean, so he's there's another middle manager type. And they did not do a good job of explaining who he is at all. They don't do any job. Who is that. he? We did we did some we research did a little on investigation. Wikipedia, which is the, the Star Wars Wikipedia. And General Grievous was a young warrior who fell Whoa. in love with a woman who died. And uh, he wasn't General Grievous yet. Yeah. He had like an identical arc Griffin, to Anakin. I don't the think you can tell the him. whole Grievous story again. The love killed him, and then they, they turned him into a robot. Into so a he's like an early prototype of Anakin. So, but, yeah. And, and like as far as Darth cyborg, Vader goes, it yeah. was like there were some things about him that were messed up, and then they got it right for Yeah, Vader. they were yeah. like, we need to make some changes. One, he shouldn't cough. He can, he can have like a throaty breathing, <laughs> yes, yeah. maybe, but also, no coughing. I'm sure everybody has a weak point, but if, if his is that you can just shoot him in the heart, maybe we. <laughs> Use some of this armor to cover his fucking heart, and then when you, you shoot, shoot his, him in the heart, <laughs> when you shoot his heart, it catches on fire, and then his head explodes <laughs> off his body. General Grievous is the worst thing about all yes. three movies. Yes. I would say worse than Jar Jar Binks. Can I, think I say said, something? I've been in the river of him. No, yeah. please go ahead. Ian McDermott. Fail. Oh my god. <laughs> now, oh. now, what's your reasoning? And now I was watching with this analysis. And in I mind. think we've given him passes for every movie, and he's yeah. great. He's great, except for one scene. What's the scene? Which ruins it all. Oh, my God. His behavior during the confrontation with Mace Windu is... No. No. <laughs> Anakin is killing me. Now, that... It is so bizarre <laughs> that it undercuts everything else he did in that movie. I felt bad. I felt like Kevin Arnold bad. You know what I mean? You now, what do Wonder you think Years? was it? Of course they can't know. What do you think was going on in that? Because, like, you're talking, that's the scene. That's It all rests on that scene. That's where Anakin retrays the, the, kid, the Jedi. That's, that's where he's got to turn it all and around. Sam, I thought Samuel Jackson was pretty great in that oh, scene. He's fantastic in that scene. We're yeah. about to get to him. Ian McDermott, it's like, there's so many no. moments in all three of these movies where you're like, was anyone watching <laughs> while this? Like, was anyone even watching them, or were they all just fiddling with gadgets and lights? Probably. You gotta and remember as like, well. Like, these are the basically latter. independent movies. I don't know if the studio is like looking at the dailies and being like, "Hey, George, do you want to maybe like total free reign?" Adjust yeah. every. Well, the problem is the tone is all out of whack, right? He's all the way up here, and then like Hayden Christensen is all the way down here. And Samuel Jackson's really, I think, finding a sweet spot. But his, I would say, because I was, I, I'll tell you. All throughout the beginning of that movie, I was like, "This feels great. This feels like like a this feels like a bad guy performance in like an old like Boris Karloff style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Like feels like a ha- a lovably hammy bad guy. Yeah. But once he in that in that Mace Windu scene, oh my god! And then even afterwards, once he turns into like a total plat and for a movie that's so dedicated to CGI, all of a sudden you just hang a, you you fucking. It's like you just melt a couple pieces of plastic and just stick them on his cheeks. Like, that's the one real thing you do. Like, even that, he said when he was like, Man, I have, and like that address to the Senate. Yeah, where he proclaimed he the has now settled, empire. He has now settled into it as like he's a total evil cartoon character. Right. And even that I buy. That Mace Windu scene is so bad that it gives me, it makes me fail him. You don't buy the transformation. I mean, it's so many Anakin, help me. What about the, do you like the earlier scenes, the opera house scene, all that stuff? Oh my God, and the writing in that. When he literally, when when Palpatine goes, he's a traitor, and Mace Windu's response is, you're a traitor. (laughs) Just for background, like this podcast generally is anti-bits, very much pro-smits. We've never weighed in on the nature of this performance exactly, but we just like 
Jimmy Who Smith. Who doesn't like Jimmy Smith? That's what I was going to say. I give him a soft pass. He I would too. It's a soft he pass. He didn't do much except just be Jimmy Smith. His big scene is where he, he watches the teenager Jedi die, remember? And he sort of goes, no! Like uh, during that the. teenager Jedi. That's one of the best performances. <laughs> well, we'll wait got till you hear who he is. Yeah, we'll yeah, get yeah. to his his we'll fucking to his real name. name. Wait till you hear who he is. Uh, uh, Smith wow. is a soft past. Mostly just, I mean, you charm know, and handsome. And he's, he's got a that one scene guy. where he's like, my my wife and I have always wanted a girl. And you're like, oh, I my... don't know his wife, but like, I believe this. You but know, I will say <laughs> just again about the writing wife. of that. Of like, dude, straight up, the whole world is falling apart. There's been a coup He's of like, the I galaxy. Get a girl out of this? The entire galaxy is a coup, and the defenders of peace and justice are all dead. And you're like, my wife and I, we like that. We mean to adopt. We've been thinking yeah, of getting yeah. a three bedroom, you know, expanding. Getting, it you know. has that vibe in a big way. I'm giving him a fail. I'm gonna give him a fail too. I mean, Oz. like, he never brought it home. Yeah, and you're saying like Oz did a good job, and like, yeah, it's a great voice. We know Frank Oz. Can, can spin I give a him a voice. pass just because he's a hired gun and he does what he's done. He, you know what I mean? This is a guy who's sitting in a booth not unlike this one. Yeah. He's as far, like, he doesn't even have the pleasure of green screens or eye contact. You know what I mean? Just to clarify, when you say a booth just like this one, you mean the booth that is currently being run by producer Ben, a.k.a. the Banducer, <laughs> a.k.a. producer Ben, a.k.a. the Haas, a.k.a. the Poet Laureate, a.k.a. Mr. Positive, a.k.a. the Peeper, <laughs> a.k.a. <laughs> Oh, yeah, fennel. that new one. Of course. <laughs> yeah, the, you're peeper. the peeper. Hey, yeah, I've been here the whole time, guys. <laughs> Thanks for introducing me. Yes. Sorry, Ben. No, it's all right. Uh, I mean, I don't have much to add. I hate this movie. <laughs> Ben's really <laughs> mad at us. Ben was, like, actively angry last last time we recorded. He doesn't like that this show exists. <laughs> well, I had to come in on a Sunday and hear these guys for, like, four hours talk ben, about this Ben's one movie. Ben's face is turning scarlet right now. Yeah, you're legitimately uh. furious. <laughs> yeah, it's That's all right, what- though. We call him Mr. Positive. For it's a okay, reason. Ben. Just four more. Oh, we're so close. Four more years. I want to move on, though. I want to move on to uh, yeah. Anthony Daniels as C3PO. Yeah, but also uh, rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Those are the two things that Ben asks us of to course. do at the beginning of the show. <laughs> do it. Do it. Next is Wayne Pygram as Governor Tarkin, who we don't even hear speak in this movie. I don't he's even in, remember him. He's being in, in the one movie. scene what? at the end of the movie. He's standing with Darth Vader and Darth Sidious. Watching that that circular the sphere thing get made. Oh, the killer star. Yeah, and he's just standing out there with them. What was that sphere thing? Oh, who it's knows? Like They're obsessed with it. They like vaguely allude to it being like a big weapon, but it's never really fucking explained. Weird. Um, so I guess he's like a sort of future empire bureaucrat guy. But I he's mean, literally a background he, player, and he's right? got this insane makeup. He's got the biggest cheekbones. This guy probably wasn't even SAG. <laughs> he had to be non-union. This guy's background you think he got purely. Extra? You think he got an extra? Rate? I think he got extra. I'm giving him a fail because he's got a dumb face. He's, you're just just dumb face. I don't like you're just face. giving him a dumb. I would say fail if they want to bill him that high. Then I'm going to judge him for what he did. <laughs> I was not impressed. Um, I'm going to move on to David Bowers as Mas Ameda. Who's this guy? Oh, pass. He's the um, pass. he's Palpatine's <laughs> that blue guy with the horns. Pass. Yeah, Palpatine's like what is he like his secretary? Doesn't I don't say know. a word. Can't take my eyes off him. Pass. In one of the movies, he says this is a crisis. Really? I, I don't remember which one though. Uh, one of them. Attack I think the it's Attack of the Clones. Attack the Clones. Because it's in the trailer. I just remember that. Yeah. That there's a rant. There's lots of chaos, and then they just got to him going, "This is a crisis." But David, you remember right. that line reading enough to be able to properly right. impersonate his voice. He's in there. He had a buttery baritone. I- He's a pass. Big pass. Wait, one just, of the top now passes. I'm now I'm interested enough just to find out who David <laughs> Bowers is. Oh my one god! Oh my god! Passes. I'm glad I clicked on his IMDb page. Here's his bio. <laughs> he is best known for his classic line. 
I'm not kidding. In Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones, quote, this is a crisis. <laughs> that is literally the top of his IMDb profile. <laughs> he will be remembered I'm long amazed after he didn't death. pick up more work off that. Because <laughs> yes. he killed it. Okay, here we go. This is good. This is good. Matthew Wood as General Grievous. Fail. <laughs> now you wanted to talk about for this one. What a fucking piece of shit character. What a pile of shit performance. What an insulting to everybody's fucking intelligence, both both intellectually and emotionally speaking. What a fucking train wreck character. Skittering around on the floor like a little fucking jerk when you're supposed to be this person everybody's chasing. How did this person rise to prominence in any army? Why are the Jedi so obsessed with getting this bumbling fool that can't do anything right? None of it makes sense. The performance is deplorable. I hate it. I hate everything about General Grievous. I mean, three fails here, no question. I'm also going to give him my LVP. I'm going to give him my award for least valuable player. Absolutely. I didn't give out a value, most valuable player. I don't know who I'd give it to. I guess I'm going to think about that. It might be Sam Jackson. I anyway. Think that's a strong as, as what? As your MVP? Yeah, I'm wondering who the MVP is. Yeah, I got mine. All right, so I think this might be it. Is it Ben Cook as Kit Fisto? Ding, ding, <laughs> ding. Kit Fisto is the shit. Did you sense from the Kiati Mundi Plo Kloon obsession yeah, that- I, I got it, I got that. You is were- there a character in these movies that you see less of, that you want more of, more than Kit Fisto? In the second one, in the third one, give me my Fisto. What's the deal? He looks cool, acts cool. Everything about Kit Fisto's fucking cool. Carries this film. <laughs> carries this film. Absolute MVP. Without this, without, without the keystone that is Kit Fisto, this whole movie crumbles. Kit Fisto, by far, by far. You get this sense. I could tell you, I, I saw Kit Fisto for roughly four seconds in this film. Here's what I know. Kit Fisto, Jedi Master, yeah, but probably on the younger side, probably on the more rebellious side, goes off and does Kit Fisto's thing a little too often for the Jedi Council's yeah. comfort. Yeah. But gets things done his own way. Maybe he doesn't need the clones as much as others. Maybe he's one of the ones that's voiced some discontent about why are we relying on this? Because it's easy. That's never been our way. Kit Fisto is someone who gets out in the field, does his own thing. Kit Fisto doesn't care if he needs to go undercover, clandestine <laughs> for months, even years at a time. Kit Fisto gets the job done. Maybe Kit Fisto doesn't play nice with others. Maybe Kit Fisto doesn't get along with everybody all the time. He doesn't play the politics. He doesn't play the game. He goes and he gets it done like a Jedi. Kit Fisto, MVP, now always Sirak. Wow. Uh, just to clarify for you guys, he's the guy with the green dreadlocks. <laughs> he's got big black uh, bug eyes. Big bug eyes. <laughs> and dreadlocks. In the second movie, I think he pushes someone over, a in droid battle, over, in and he's got like, he's got no, like he's six running fingers. like a motherfucker. <laughs> when they go inside that big stadium that's very convenient for the fucking battle, he's running like, I'm going to fuck shit up, and he's psyched that he gets to do it. Kit Fisto seems, you know what it seems like? Like every Jedi master has a stretch before he's a master where he just gets real into the fact that he can fuck shit up. And I get the sense that Kit Fisto is right in that phase. He hasn't settled down yet. 
It's not about wisdom. It's about fucking shit up. And talk about tragedy. Cut down the prime of his life. I mean, you're saying this was a man with only potential ahead of him. My guess is that if you, like, like if, I would have to, because I'd have to imagine that these Jedi as individuals are legendary characters. Like, like uh, you know, like baseball players or basketball players are to us when we're kids. And I have to, admi- I have to imagine, I don't think Kit Fisto's the LeBron James. That's probably Yoda, Yeah, right? sure, right. And then you got Kevin Durant is probably Mace Windu. Yeah. Uh, Mundi is probably... I think he's DeMarcus Cousins. He's like a DeMarcus Cousins. Wait, wait, wait. How the fuck did you do this? You're talking about basketball. (laughs) Yeah, DeMarcus Cousins. Who's your your Kit Fisto then? He's like an Iguodala? Westbrook. (laughs) Oh, that's great. Kit Fisto is Westbrook all day. Yeah. All day. He just brings the Tell me that doesn't make sense. No, no, it makes total sense. It makes total sense. He's someone who approaches his job with joy and energy and fury. And he's a wrecking ball. But that being... It's like... But here's the thing. Like... But he needs to be pulled back sometimes. And a surprisingly high assist rate. Yeah, you know. Like, you think he's a wrecking ball and a ball hog, but guess what? Serge Ibaka is not hitting corner threes (laughs) without Westbrook going one on four and drawing all the attention. But Kid Fisto enters situation. You know what he is? He's responsible Anakin. Yeah. So you think maybe they should have just invested the Anakin money right in Kid Fisto? I want to see a movie about Kid Fisto. Do you want to see it with Kiati Mundi and Plo Kloon? Yeah. Maybe the three of them hanging out? Tell me you wouldn't watch a movie. Of course where I'd watch that movie. Are you kidding me? Jedi Wrecking Crew. <laughs> Those are the three everybody wants to see. So do you want to know something interesting about Ben Cook who plays Kit Fisto? is like the s- Snake Eyes from G.I. Joe. Yeah. He's Snake Eyes. Uh-huh. Now, I just want to show you. Here's a picture yeah, of Ben Cook. Everything. Here he is. That's what does guy that guy look like to you? Stuff? Who does he look like to Jason you? Jason Satham. Guess who he is? Jason Satham's son double? Boom. Oh, my God. That's he plays Jason. He's Statham's Jason stunt Statham's double. stunt double in like so many movies. Wow, this man! Dude, for the listeners, and he is a fight coordinator in a lot of movies. Splitting Are other image. people obsessed with Kit Fisto? Yes. Oh yeah, I think Kit Fisto is a real because he look at his look. You know, the best. There's like a big Kit Fisto following. I'm online. really glad. Is there any place I can Kit get Fisto. more info on Kit Fisto? Wikipedia. Uh, Wikipedia will tell you lots about Kit Fisto. And are there comic books and shit? I think so. Do we yeah. know? Yeah, I think, there's I think expanded universe Kit Fisto. I want to read universe. all now, the Kit We're Fisto. basically done, but there are two Come on, performances. we're not done. We're just getting started. We just got the Fisto. <laughs> there are two performances <laughs> I really want to highlight. Kit. Kit. Single syllable. Strong. Kit. It's not like Plakvar or one of these dumb fucking Busby, whatever these fucking dumb George Lucas names are. His name's not Plakvar or Busby. Busby. Kit. Fisto. Oh Fist. <laughs> Fisto, he's a Jedi, he's a fighter, it makes sense. Even Plo Kloon is pushing. Kiati Money, rad name. Plo Kloon, right on the edge. Yeah, yeah. Kit Fisto, tell me more. Sorry. Kit Fisto. Yes, yes, yes. His distinctive head tentacles contain yes. highly sensitive olfactory receptors. Yes, he smells through his tentacles. Yes. That allowed him to detect... Pheromonal expressions of emotion. Yes, he could smell emotion. Yes. And other changes in body chemistry. What a crazy power. This was indeed a unique attribute not afforded to any other species of Jedi. So was it is it his species or is it him himself? Is it the combination of his species and his Jedi ability? Yeah. Oh, nice. uh, He was a master, he was on the high council. What's his what's his planet? What's his race? Yeah, what's what's his alien type? His alien type. There's is, a lot of tentacled people in this in all this the uh, universe. Yeah, all the Twi'lek, uh, which I think there maybe was only that one. People like I see people oh, no, dressed was, up as Twi'lek though. Yeah, uh, his planet. There is another guy. Yeah. There's a guy I think. Please. His his home world is called Glee and Selm. Uh huh. I okay. like that. Cool. All right. His species is that he is a Nautilin. 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 I knew he had That's some kind of a nice old fashioned oh, name. Yeah. 
dude fucking swims. He's amphibious. He's an amphibious Jedi. Like a motherfucker. I'm going to let you, because this is a very long Wikipedia entry. Give me your phone. I, can I just read some of the <laughs> yes, the, yes, yes. the headings yes. of the separate sections Yes, for how cool this guy's history was, okay? Battle of Genosis. We know this. This is when he comes uh-huh. into the arena, starts fighting the Clone Wars. Battle of Mon Calamari. Ooh, Ooh, tasty. And look, it's him shirtless underwater fighting with a lightsaber underwater. Ooh. Is this from a comic book or something? Let me see. Yeah. Soon. Holy shit. Ripped. Skirmish on Camino. Not a battle. Skirmish. Just a skirmish. You know why it was just a skirmish? Because Fisto ended it before it could be <laughs> He battle. nipped that shit in the bud. Camino, to remind you, is the planet where the clones are made. That's Ooh, true. Yeah, maybe skirmish. Someone was trying to shut down those clones. Skirmish on Deveron. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> mission on Ord Sestis. Down to Ooh. mission. So he's like maybe secret agent stuff at that yeah, point? This he's is like, like infiltrating. This guy goes undercover. He don't bring... He it's don't crazy bring to imagine a guy with like... 55 clones in a big weird helicopter with him. <laughs> he he, he goes, has green he does tentacle it. hair. How's he going to go he undercover? He smells your happiness and he gets it done. Smells your deception in your life. <laughs> Duel with a cyborg. What? Oh, damn. Why isn't this in the movie, though? This is the thing. Anytime I read this shit, you're like, wait, where is this in the movie? All this shit. Fisto, this is why Fisto. So Fisto MVP. is, I MVP. feel like, <laughs> even though, MVP. again, all Fisto does in three is get like cut into pieces by Palpatine. <laughs> he at least Did fights he, him for a second. He fights Palpatine. Does he, he does. come in with Mace Windu? Yeah. Yeah. And that cool yeah. badass shot where they walk yes, through. He's what's cool and badass about it. Return to Mon Calamari. <laughs> he remembers. Back for more. Wouldn't honest to God. And I know I'm hyping him up. I know I'm flipping out. Yeah, but it's fun. It's justified. This is the Star Wars fanboy in me. Yeah. Not that I grew up with it, but I locked into it. But like if you bought a Star Wars toy, you might want yourself a Kit Fisto. Kit Fisto. I'm just saying, wouldn't you if they let those Jedi charge in and Mace Windu charged in and was like, go. And Kit Fisto, Kit Fisto ran forward, and it was like a three-minute battle between Palpatine and Fisto. Wouldn't it be significantly better movie? Yeah, no question. I mean, it, it would probably have been an Oscar contender in that yeah. case, right? Absolutely, no question. They're- Jason Statham stunt double, amazing, killed it. Any other thoughts, Chris? As you leave us, uh, let's see. The other people I have on my fantasy team, I took Kevin Love when well, Hassan Whiteside so much was still available. I don't know if I like yeah, that. Kevin choice. Loves a good choice. Podcast Did you see the run saying they're going to run the offense through Kevin? I Love? know, and Hassan Whiteside is kind of a so Griffin. You're starting to kind of get Hassan what I'm, I like got, every week. Uh, <laughs> now I, I finally understand. This is this is more like head of producer Ben. That's good. Yep. This is what feels like Chandler. Haunted goblins invade you. I just wanted to say that we mess up my. Percentages get it me just sounds like another yeah. language happening have, in front of I mean, you. Yeah, I took, that's what this feels I took like Mello. to me right now. Uh, you did. I don't yeah, understand it, buckets. and I'm angry yeah. simultaneously. Uh, and then I got John Wall. Right. No, I always. But you can't. Wait, you you can add to it. Like you have 16. nothing you could offer. So happy. And I'm not sure you can. This is a terrible podcasting right now. I've always wanted to have a team with John Wall, but never. Well, last year I picked first. This year I picked last. He always goes right. George I almost got him. Sure, I would love to have John Wall. John Wall is very. It's appropriate. Going to be thematic. I'm not. I'm not sad about. Damian Lillard, well, like but Kipisto, I'd prefer though, at John least, Wall. Right? Lillard's going to be great. And though. Paul George, I think, will be good. Honestly, you know who I took, yeah, though? No, CJ McCollum. I mean, he scored yeah, 37 right. points last yeah, night. So your guy is going to go off this year. I'm not I in love with that guy. I mean, he's like... Portland. 
That's awesome. Yeah. I, I could feel like I could come up with man. a cooler yeah, character. Exactly. I did yeah. ask you if you were laboring in for love two with years. him. I asked if you right. love him. There's a difference right. between being in love and loving. Trying to think no, I don't love. Else. I honestly, I'll put it I'll, as a challenge. I bet I'll, I'll show I, bet you I could come up with a better character okay. by next episode. Okay, that's yeah. your assignment next week. Jeffrey, you can you hand me my phone? I want to show David my fantasy team. Okay, so thank you so much for listening to this show. Thank you, guys. It's right behind you. Rate, review, subscribe. I'm really busy finishing the podcast. I'm sorry, my hands are occupied. Uh, David, don't hand that phone over to Chris. Well, well we're, we're signing off. Rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, Listen to the UCB podcast. Next week, Ben's going to come up with an original character. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Uh, Star Wars What If segment. This is if Al Pacino was a battle droid. Roger, Roger. And as always. <laughs> so it's always going to be Pacino? I don't know. We're pressed for time. We always put it off to the last second, <laughs> so I don't know what else to do. Uh, merchandise spotlight by a Kit Fisto action figure. <laughs> Um, and this is this is a great one. This, this is a great, great one. one. This is a great one. Yeah. Was it okay? Oh, oh yeah. this is one of the best. <laughs> For the first time, producer Ben, aka producer Ben, aka the Ben Deucer, aka the Poet Laureate, aka the Haas, aka Mr. Positive, People are just like aka delete, the Peeper, swipe. aka I like the Peeper. Yeah, Peeper. We all good. like the Peeper. Peeper plays. Uh, <laughs> aka Hello Fennel, uh, uh, Ben Hosley himself uh, played our theme music. I know it was weird. As we serve, and then he said he would fade it out, and then he just abruptly cut it <laughs> he off. He just turned way. it off. But well, it... no one needs to know that, David. <laughs> Shit, you're a shoddy producer, Ben. I'm calling you out. Fuck you. Once again, Ben is red with rage. <laughs> yeah, it's like right I'm trying to do something nice, and no, you're gonna give great. me shit about it. it? Was Fuck great. you. It You'll was never so get in the theme song of playing again, ever again. Thank you, Ben. <laughs> you're welcome. Our guest is laughing. Our guest is having <laughs> one a great guy time. Likes it. Uh, I'm very excited about our guest today. Me too. He has been one of our earliest and most vocal supporters of the show. I mean, you know, it's uh, genius. Game recognized game. Game recognized game. Yeah. Uh, he messaged me like three weeks into, I think, us doing the show and was like, the, the thing I hate about the show is that I didn't have the idea first. <laughs> it was just like hats off. Um, and More he people himself, should talk about the Phantom Menace. Yep. Uh, he himself is a uh, comedian and an actor mm-hmm. and a podcast host mm-hmm. uh, of what is my favorite podcast right now. Uh, I, I will you tweet about it a say lot. That. Tweet about it a lot. I fucking love it. It's called. Black man can't jump in Hollywood. His name is Jonathan Braylock. Hello. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thank, thank you for you. being on the show. Thank you guys for having and me. And you brought a concept with you for this week's episode, too, yeah, I, I would say. I, okay, that's awesome. Yes, I did. I, I guess I did. I kind of like I was like, hey, did you guys watch the uh, the animated cartoons? And you had, right, Griffin? You're, I had, you're but entering not in, as an advocate. Yeah, though, yeah, right? yeah. Oh, yes. totally. Yeah. Chapter four, Kit Fisto. Yeah. Yes. Right. And it is it's it's right off the bat and it's Kit Fisto Episode with a big four. smile. Like the on, first three episodes on... we're just dealing with our main heroes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's and the it's... first guy we're taking off the bench? Fisto. And it's it's on Mon Calamari. I yep. think we talked about it with Chris. He goes underwater, it's a he, bunch he of people. He rips with off his clothes. Yeah. All rips the... him off rips with him a off. big grin. Shirtless. Yeah. It... Dives in the water. You guys liked that? Yeah. Oh yeah. What? Yeah. That's so lame. You're man. lame. Wait, you like this series and you don't like the Kit Fisto? Kit episode? Fisto's lame. Oh fuck Whoa. you. Listen. All right. Whoa. Shots fired. Okay. Yeah, I'm calling it out. Okay. Because okay. like if you think about Aquaman, he's the worst character. Why do I want to see a fight in the the sea? I like but Aquaman. Kit Fisto has a lightsaber. Yeah, Kit Fisto's got ten. That's bullshit. Underwater. I want to wow. see space fighting. I want to see some fucking so you did you like the 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 pilot stuff though like the weird loop de loops and all that cool shit? Of course, yeah, that stuff's yeah. cool. If I'm watching Star Wars, I want to see some space fighting. I don't want to see some underwater bullshit. So you just hate water? Yeah, I don't Why know. Do you? do you like swimming, Ben? I actually love swimming. Yeah, me too. <laughs> did you like the snorks? What are snorks? 
They were like the that they were show. like the Smurfs, but they were underwater. Yeah. It was like a Hanna Barbera. No, no. no. it was. Like <laughs> I, don't, I haven't seen it, but I'm gonna say no. Okay, Ben, I think this is a good time to do a little sidebar. What's up? Last week you were shit talking Kit Fisto at the end of the episode <laughs> when David and Gether were talking about stupid basketball. Yes, I recall. And you said that you thought he was stupid, and you said, I think I could make up a better character than Kit Fisto, and I said, mm. I challenge you, and you today have prepared several characters. You told me that, uh, yeah. not just one, Yep. Ben's character spotlight, these are producer Ben's original <laughs> Star Wars characters that he's um, going to present uh, for us right now. Knock you, better than knock Kit, Fisto. Kit Fisto out of the park. Okay, here we go. Right. Here we right. go. Um, where to start? Hmm. Anywhere. <laughs> Literally uh, anywhere. Okay. For a second, I thought you named a Jedi, where to start? <laughs> I would believe that. Where to start? Okay, first character. His name is Bat Pecky. Okay, okay. All right, Bat Pecky. He's from the cave planet called Kragon. I hate this already. I don't know. He's a cave planet, guys. He's a Batman. Why? Okay, go on. Sonar hearing. Well, you're really against him. Braylock hates Bat. Why? He can fly around. He's got. He's like a bat. I get it. He's got white skin. His parents are dead. All right, so he's just Batman. Isn't no, this just it's a different the villain thing. Batman? <laughs> yeah, this sounds from Batman. <laughs> you mean Man Bat? Man Bat? Yeah, you're talking about Man Bat. I'm talking about Man Bat. So this sounds like Man Bat with Batman's backstory. I want to point something out to you, Griffin. Yeah. By the way, it's chapter five is Kit Fisto. Chapter four, you're you're off. You're off. I'm on, Wiki- duty. I'm on Wikipedia. Well, is fuck you. I'm on Wikipedia. The definitive source. Okay. Chapter four is the one with that weird robot who's like made of These uh, are muscles. flips in my thing, but whatever. We'll talk well, about Well, these are one. very important Ben's character spotlight. Everybody cares about. So. Uh, all right. Second, we got Alogashu. It's a pretty good name. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 actually, good yeah, name. I actually like that. All right. Uh, he's a fucking huge Jedi. Tired of this small <laughs> I like bullshit. That. I like that. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you know, what's his species? Wow. I know he's big. He's a big Jedi. I'm tired of these small Jedis. <laughs> Uh, attached to him is a quado-like conjoined twin, twin named Frank. So, like from Total Recall, he's got like a tumor baby yep. in his Dog in his swim. chest. Yeah, all right. big guy is all brawn, little do smart. His name's Dink. What's his name? Frank. 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 Okay. Uh, Alo Gashu. Alo Gashu. Can he do like any cool things? Like he's cause huge. Because Kit Fisso can swim and he can. He can breathe underwater. He and can he smell can, emotions. He can throw, like, force bubbles that can blow ships yep. up. He makes a... Kit Fisto, in episode four or five, depending on what source you're going off of, uh-huh. makes a force five. bubble. A force bubble. And then throws at him and blows shit up. Uh, I don't know. He claps and the... the it's, like, really loud. <laughs> <laughs> and it, like, knocks Take people away. <laughs> so Alugashu has an unformed twin... Coming off of his body, who's, and he speaks in the bigger one's ear. It's like, clap with it out now. Can he yeah. reach the ear? Is he where is he? Where is he located? I, I think he's like on the shoulder. He's on the shoulder. Yeah. So he literally just whispers in the ear. Uh huh. He does all the talking. All, all the, the talking. talking. Okay. Alugashu, and you have one more. Yes. Uh, Darth, stupid idiot. <laughs> wow. And he's he's a fucking jerk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's always wet and tired. He's always wet and tired. Why is yeah. he wet? What is I he don't getting... know. It's just kind of like I was thinking of like the coughing thing. Yeah, With, like Grievous yeah. is coughing. He, so he, this is his. He's just <laughs> Can't like. Can't wait to talk about he's that. Always oh, we're going to talk about Grievous. He's always tired. Uh, and he has a lightsaber that's a prolapsed anus. 
<laughs> With that, I feel like we need to return. <laughs> yeah, we have to return. I think that was pretty solid. Uh, it's a mic drop moment, solid. I think. I gotta say, too, when Ben said that he prepared characters before he started recording, I said, I bet one of these is gonna be named Darth Bullshit. I was pretty close. <laughs> yeah, you were. Two additional thoughts as to why season three isn't as good, uh, and they're connected. Uh, one is, uh, I think... It's more Anakin-centric. But go on. Yeah, yeah. It is. Well, and this is, is all it tied is. to this thing. I think it was more handcuffed to leading into Revenge of the Sith. Like... <laughs> To the that is true. They have to set up Revenge of the they Sith. They literally j- leave it off at the exact moment that the uh, right. and, and this this starts. aired in March two thousand and five, right? And then you know for yeah. the next few weeks, so it was literally like, right before the movie came out. The effects the weren't locked, but they were writing and animating this series, knowing what Revenge of the Sith was. Yeah, they probably were finishing the effects, but had a final cut, knew exactly what the movie was, and George was like, "You have to take us to this finish line." Point two is, I think George was far more involved in this one. That's probably. possible, and I think that's probably connected to point true. one. But I think these episodes are a lot more plot heavy. Yes. There's a lot more dialogue in them. Yes. It's not ever as bad as it is in the prequels, but there are two things that happen a lot with the dialogue. One is dumb, jokey one-liners. Yeah. There are some dumb, jokey one-liners in oh. season wait, wait, three. Wait, can I tell you some- of Palpatine. Yes. Can I tell you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Can I tell you what some you things, dumb? dumb, jokey one-liners? Oh, no! The lady must get you to safety. No. We have to evacuate the building. Get everyone to a shelter. Yes, my lady. An army of droids. Here, I'd like to have a serious talk with your programmers. Come on, 3PO. Love that shit. Okay, great job, Ben. <laughs> Woo! That was really good. I feel really good about that. Great job, Benny boy. Uh, yo, oh, my can God. Can I tell you something? <laughs> Braylock <laughs> is losing it. Listening I- to that out of context, it is so bad. <laughs> yeah, we don't really need to discuss the oh, dialogue anymore. That's You God. now get... It's jokier. It's a lot more exposition heavy. He's just, he's just yelling. He's just yelling while battles going on. He can't believe an army of to droids. Your programmers? What are you talking? C3PO, you've seen droid armies this is the for years. Yeah. Well, I mean, and we, I think Morgan referenced this in episode two when he's like, machines making machines. It's like, what are you, t- everything? What are you talking about? It's the most about? commonplace thing in the Why world. Why is C3PO so knowledgeable on so many things, but on the most basic functions? Of machines, <laughs> he doesn't get it. He knows six thousand languages with a flip. Like oh, he, yeah. he knows like how to talk to other robots, but doesn't understand <laughs> that machines make machines. The other what? Thing, the other thing with C three PO is he seems to think that he's the only robot that can do anything. Like any t- a droid picking up a scarf. Yeah. How dare they? Why did Anakin program him to be this like elitist? Elitist. Like- <laughs> snobby, yeah. uptight, like, oh my god. It's everything that George claims he was trying to do with Star Wars, one-upped by someone he hired yeah. as a throwaway. Sometimes Give me three-minute shorts that air before Operation Kids Next Door or whatever, <laughs> you know? Ben 10 Alien Force. Right. And this guy just fucking ran circles around. Jendi Tarakovsky is a fucking boss. I He's love it. He's a boss it. bitch. Super quick merchandise spotlight. Okay. As you said, he created. He really this... wanted to jumpstart the toy sales. Well, because uh, Attack of the Clones is Bad mostly romance, so kids didn't want to buy the toys. So yeah, he was that like, was the let's make a war plotline. So they made up, designed all these characters, like Dirge and Asajj Ventures, I think were created to sell toys first. And they started selling toys that summer that were like realistic. Like they looked like they were from the live action movies. Oh. And they did all right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And people immediately were like, why don't. You have toys that look like these cartoon shows. These badass cartoons. Like the cartoon shows episodes were made to support the toy line. Right. And so they finally like bent and were like, 
fine, we'll make them, but they're going to be really limited, and they're only sold at, like, Target. We're only making a couple characters. And I, like, growing up in New York City, was not a Target. Couldn't get them. Didn't have them. Last night while watching this, in the middle, like, in breaks in between, ejaculating everywhere, I did immediately go on eBay, and I ordered every <laughs> So what, 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 what are the toys? Uh, it's uh, Dooku, Yoda, mm. Asajj Ventress, Dirge, Anakin, Obi-Wan, uh, Mace Windu, and a clone trooper. So I ordered Wait, all of those. You got all of those? How yeah. much you spend? $60. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, there was a Grievous. Those were released during season one and two. So Grievous wasn't released until season three later. So I have to okay. buy him separately because it wasn't part of the set. But Grievous was at the end of season two? Yeah, but they didn't make a toy they didn't until make season a toy. three. Because yeah. it was only in the last episode. Yeah. The only other ones they made were Grievous, and then they made Anakin covered in the blue lines, and, and they made a bunch of clone troopers yeah. in different colors. But uh, Grievous is like the only unique character I don't have now. So I ordered all of those merchandise spotlight. Uh, that's the power of merchandise. You Can make, you bring them in when you get them? Yeah. You make At a least thing bring I like. You Go make ahead. a thing I like, I'll buy it off eBay immediately. We have a special guest with us today. We definitely I'm do. I'm putting my arm on his shoulder right now. We've been talking to this guest about being on the show him. for a long time. I know. Possibly even dating back to the Phantom podcast. We've been, I think we've been trying to get his attention for a long time. A long time. Mr. Rick McCallum. Mr. <laughs> Rick McCallum is here in the studio today. I'm the, 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 the man who coordinates. I can't really do a Rick McCallum impression. Uh, it's, it's Mike Ryan of Uprox. I, I was a little scared about doing another deleted scenes episode because I thought it might be a little, little thin, a little sweaty. But then I watched these deleted scenes. Whoa, Nelly. There's some weird stuff in there. There's some weird fucking stuff to talk about here. Yeah. Um, on one hand, I understand why all of them were deleted. Uh, yeah, but then if you watch the movie... I don't understand why the say whole maybe film wasn't delete. deleted. Right. Yeah. Just wipe your computer hard drive. <laughs> don't keep any of this. Um, but it does. these scenes actually do uh, attempt to resolve some of the issues that we've been complaining about in this movie for the last... They weeks. add a lot of depth. Well, let, let me get... Let me, let's ask Mike about the movie. Okay. Because Mike... The movie or the deleted scene? Just, just, just before we get into the deleted Thoughts scenes. The your overall impression of Revenge of the Sith. I don't like it. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> Bad movie, huh? Bad movie. Yeah. Crazy that we've done now uh, eight episodes on it. Yeah, yeah, still still don't like it. Every week we think <laughs> maybe this is the week we're going to like it. Nope. I rewatched it in honor of, of meeting with you two uh, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. And um, and we had like a 45-minute like conversation on a New York City corner we did. Uh, a few weeks ago about it. it it's... I think George Lucas somehow got a memo between uh, uh, Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. Like, oh, man, they're just not having enough fun. So his idea of throwing, <laughs> throwing fun is, is just the same kind of dialogue, only I'm going to smile while saying it. Yeah. Like, look at that. I'm having a great time. Like, how many times does Ewan McGregor like, smile in this movie as he delivers a stilted line? It's, a lot of cheeky it, line delivery. It's true. Yeah. It, Hello there. It's almost, <laughs> ah, big smile. <laughs> it's big almost smile. like he's like there's some horror of war thing going on with him because he's in the midst of like murder and battle and and, <laughs> and he's always like grinning kind of like almost like he's overcompensating he's going through like a disassociative episode <laughs> exactly um yeah i mean to that point it's almost like people told him that the last two were really uh little, stayed and yeah, boring a little stilted and, and dour and so he googled fun <laughs> and then was like okay smiling everyone's smiling in these yeah. uh stock photos when i google fun <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh oh yeah, yeah. it comes on something i say a new Rule, guys. We're going to have fun. And from what I understand, that means smiling. Yeah, the corners of your mouth need to be upward. Yeah, yeah. that's what we need. There's that and, and then there's that other scene that really kind of it pisses me off every time I see it. Um, it it's in the opening um, uh, shot where Anakin Skywalker 
is, 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 is they're flying through all the mess, and he says, "Here's where the fun begins." And he says it in such a terrible way, he can't deliver it with any kind of uh, authority like anyone else can. Well, you know what scene I like is a great display of George's emphasis on fun in this movie is when they go to retrieve uh, Emperor Palpatine, Senator Palpatine, from Grievous' clutches. Chancellor. He's Chancellor, not, yeah. Go on, yeah. sorry. What am I, why uh, am I, I nitpicking? I picked the one that wasn't the Why right am I nitpicking? Yeah. Go on. When they go to rescue him, and he's in the chair, and then Count Dooku like, comes up behind them, and you turn around, and Count Dooku has like two noisemakers, and he's setting off fireworks, <laughs> and he's doing like a little like no. mariachi dance. It's fun. <laughs> all right, all right. I listen to all that for that. Fun. I think you can be a little bit more stronger on that, not moody. This is exactly, there's these great little snippets. See, Ben was listening. Oh, you're talking about producer Ben, a.k.a. producer ben. ben, a.k.a. the Ben-Ducer, a.k.a. Mr. Positive, a.k.a. Hello Fennel, a.k.a. the Haas, a.k.a. the Peeper. The Peeper himself. He was peeping on these deleted scenes I and these sure making of. And you see George Lucas directing Hayden Christensen, yeah, which I've never seen pretty before. Pretty incredible. And it's awful. You it feel like, so bad for Hayden Christian. It's like so walking bad. in on your parents having sex. It's like, <laughs> no, this isn't fun for anybody. And like, there's this scene where he walks up to Hayden and he says, "Like, so I've I've really ex- I've expanded like the scene with you and Chancellor to give you a lot more to do." Oh wait, I got the clip. Oh, yeah, go right ahead. Ben's throwing clips. I have rewritten. I spent the whole weekend rewriting the scene between you and Palpatine, and he- um, where you turn. Yeah. And I've added some more to that. And Hayden's just You do like not a, do a very good George Lucas. No, a terrible way. George Lucas. You do a better one. Um, I've added some <laughs> scenes when you turn. He's difficult I, to I do. I tried one once, and someone thought it sounded like a combination between Kermit the Frog and Lorne Michaels. Yeah. He, he, there's a lot of Lorne Michaels wow, in there. That is it's a, a good, sort of soft-spoken. Yeah. Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> there's a back, lot of Kermit when, there. Back when Chevy was on the show. <laughs> Um, I'm but, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, that, I'm was great. No, that was no, great. That was great. I ruined the whole thing. You're wearing Never a Star apologize. Wars shirt. I, just I ruined noticed. everything. You are wearing a Star Wars shirt. Um, but just, I just want to say the look in Hayden's eyes when George is saying that to him, like I've, when he's saying like I wrote for the whole weekend uh, to make this scene better for you. Hayden just looks like so lost and like it's like I mean I've had the feeling when your boss comes up to you and he's like, oh, could you, you know, he's giving you nonsensical advice and you just have to be like. Oh, yeah, 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 sure, sure. Yeah, no, that's fine. I'll do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, like, right, Hayden's right. just yeah, yeah. obviously like, whatever, whatever. Like, let's just do it. Let's just get through this. Like, it, I felt I felt very bad for Hayden for the first time in a while. When you say, I want more, but I know I shouldn't, mm-hmm. you can turn away. You know, I want more, but I... So, I know I... So, when you're saying, I know I shouldn't, you're turning away. Uh, there's a part where they go into, like, him dealing with the previs. On oh, all yeah, the sure. special effects, um, and he's like going over the storyboards with them so they can pre-visit out. And he just goes like, "Well, I like it, but we'll see what the director has to say." And he keeps on saying that. And you're are like, you, are, are you, "What? You're you're the you're the director. You're the director. What are you talking about?" And then it cuts to like an interview with George, like a like to the camera interview, and he's like, "What am I doing? What am I doing?" Okay, that's Ben editorializing here a little bit, throwing in his two cents. Uh, he goes, director, director, and they cut to him, and he goes, uh, I've asked a very good friend of mine who is a director to come give me some advice on the previs, uh, Steven Spielberg, uh, who's a good friend of mine and a great filmmaker. And then just cuts back to a montage of him going like, you know, the director said that maybe... He just calls him the director? Yes. That's and he's weird. giving notes on the storyboards and being like, I don't know if this is too ambitious, and don't blame me, blame the director, but he thought it would be cool if the thing flips over. And then they cut back to the interview with George, and he goes, it's nice because it gives me a bit of a buffer, so I can just blame everything on the director so people don't get angry at me. 
George Lucas doesn't want people to get angry at him. Insanity. But they don't make it clear if he... Oh, because he goes, well, the director's coming in on Monday to one of them. And they go, when are you going to tell us who it is? And he goes, you'll see. But you never see him referring to Spielberg by his name. So it's unclear <laughs> if he's just had everyone on his staff go like, who the fuck is this director? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Jonathan Levine. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> Taylor Hackford, everybody. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you want to actually motivate people, say, hey, Spielberg thought this was a yeah, good idea. Steven fucking Spielberg. Yeah, master of visual <laughs> yeah, storytelling. Yeah, yeah. And fucking narrative economy. Steven Spielberg. Um, anyway. But onto this scene. What do we think of this scene? I so this is love where, this scene. It's defining, it's great. It's it's great. defining the opposition in the Senate. This, this is what I like in this scene. They're setting up this idea that Bail Organa is leading a charge of... Democracy. Like-minded people who he are says, saying, we're not, we're not going to put up. He's like, we're going to preserve democracy in this galaxy. Yeah. Even if it's like all fucked up yeah. right now. And Padme is like really she looks ridiculous. You have to admit she looks ridiculous. She looks right ridiculous. Now. I think she looks stunning. <laughs> she's a beautiful lady. She looks ridiculous. Mon Mothma is what, wearing gear. Well, she's got like she's got like Beats headphones on. The native yeah, customs of wherever Mon Mothma is headphones on her ears, but also on her. She looks forehead. like us yeah. right now. <laughs> she does look like us right now. That's a fair fair juice. Oh wait, I, she looks better than us. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Like, I love that you're making fun of her because she has headphones on and look at it. Oh, what a nerd! Well, it's a look little rude. One. She could be listening to this meeting. They could be than... doing a podcast about. Well, we're gonna start the Rebel Alliance. She's why listening don't we, uh, to a podcast. Why don't we record it? She's listening to all things considered. She's the only one that's going to sound good. Yeah, is this sort of the NPR crowd in, in the Galactic Center? No you, question. You're wondering, you know, yes, like, you know. Yes. This is, these are I the whole have some foods concerns people. about what's <laughs> yeah. happening right now. There's, there's unquestionably a Whole Foods on Alderaan, right? <laughs> like, that's a Whole Foods Are they planet. on Alderaan? Is that where I this is so. supposed Bale's to be? This office. isn't on Coruscant? I think he he's from the planet <laughs> Alderaan, right? They're no, all, he is. They're yeah. all big fans of Wait, Wait, Eat You Tha. <laughs> <laughs> But, but that was this, stupid. I'm sorry. No, that I was great. Be, Are you I should be banned. Padme has a lot of agency here. And is it this scene where they're talking about it, uh, about their plans to start this group, and they go, if we're going to be successful, we have to be secret. You have to yeah. be ready to not talk about this to anyone, including your family. Yeah, and so they, it's right. It's it's setting up a little more of a conflict with her and Anakin that's less one-sided. Right. Because we talked about this earlier, but like the movie gives Padme nothing to do. No agency. She just sort of, a lot of time in her apartment waiting yeah, for Anakin to show Just up. waits yeah. for Anakin. She cries. She, that's it. Like right. she, you know, and here, like you're saying, they're planting the seeds of rebellion, which is the name of the next scene. Yeah, here's C-3PO, who's not in the movie, basically. Yeah, uh, totally different hairstyle. Yeah, uh, looks this good is here. her apartment. Yeah, so it's, I guess this is just another scene, kind of following on from the same threat, right? Yeah, yeah. but but it is my I moth mean, was taken off the headphones. Yeah, but let's point this out. There are like four deleted scenes focusing on Padme. Oh, and that's by Ling. Yeah, you which is Bai really Ling. weird. Did you see her? Because she's not in the first meeting and not in the third meeting, but she's in this one. Wait, uh, come on. Get back to yeah. Byling. Did you notice Byling, Mike? I, I did not. But let's. this is another major complaint we've had across this movie is that Padme is given nothing to do, and it turns out they shot an entire plot line for her, like an entire subplot. There she oh, there she is. That's yeah. Byling. That they removed. Yeah, they took it out. Yeah. I mean, the movie's like two hours, 25 minutes. Yeah, I could they had suggest to cut something. 45 minutes that could be cut. I agree. What about r 2 peeing? <laughs> Cut that. You don't get on AFI's. That's true. It's true. It's, it's a funny true. scene. Funny it's a funny times scene. It's for a funny, funny people or whatever it's called. Yeah, it's called Funny Times for Funny People. That's what it was called. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mike, Mike's, Mike's just dying at that. This There's Spiling. She has a whole line. Yeah. This oh, drives Smiths. me crazy, though. Well, a. Smith is getting a lot more to play. He in does kind of look like Mussolini, though. Like, what is this uniform he's got with, like, kind I of like the, the epaulets? I like it. 
Bale's then, a solid name. And then Bale's a good name. Bale's a good name. And uh, and Organa's kind of a cool name, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. And then there's Confronting the Chancellor. These these scenes all all follow on each other, and I assume would have been kind of part of Jar Jar's in this one. Yeah. Would have been part of, like, sort of interspersed just, you know, against the other plot lines. Just rather than not seeing Padme for 40 funny times for funny people. Oh, what yeah, a guy. Jar Jar. I mean, yeah. that's where he's, you yeah. know. That's what makes Phantom Menace such a ribald On the DVD comedy. release of AFI's Funny Times for Funny People, <laughs> it's Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. They don't give Jar Jar any gags in this scene, though. Yeah, he, he could fall Is he over. friends with the Calamari Man? Yeah, there's an awesome fucking, like, crustacean. So cool. Uh, this scene is them coming to uh, Palpatine and are they? Do you think like, they're friends? Level with him. Who's friends? Jar Jar and the Calamari Man. Probably yeah. right. I mean, like, I don't, I don't want to cast like any kind of aspersions on, like, you know, frog aliens tend to hang out with each other, but right. you know, yeah. I mean, I'm sure they have a lot. Like, we're that we're aquatic folk, you yeah. know. Yeah, they, game they have a nice game. Yeah, they have a lot to yeah. talk about that the other group guys might not understand. Um, um, but but Anakin is. This is just them saying to pa- Palpatine, like, we don't like that you are a dictator. We have, yeah, we have some reservations. <laughs> and he see, this is the dreadlock hairstyle. Dolezal. It's a. This is a little much. Mike's just just no, you don't no have comment. to say anything, Mike. That, but your silence speaks volumes. <laughs> but but this scene is insane because we have seen how easy it was for the clones to kill the Jedi. There's no need for them to go undercover, <laughs> pull a ruse. Yeah, all they needed to do was pull out a gun very slowly. Wait for someone to say, turn around. I'm like, gonna shoot you. I'm trying to figure out what the plan was there. Like, doesn't seem like they had much of a plan. The clones' plan, like, yeah. Wait till they turn around. That's the Wait whole till thing. they turn around. Hey, um, uh, Ayala, look over there. And then Ayala secure turns around. They shoot in the. Is back that corner. more Jedi? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, free titties. And then Kaidima D turns around. They shoot in the back of the head. The old free titties ruse. The next scene is called. You know, Mike. The old free titties ruse. Mike knows what I'm talking Mike's about. Mike's laughing right now. Mike agrees. Oh man. Maybe this podcast will make AFI's. Uh, what's it called again? A uh, hundred laughs for funny people. Funny times for funny <laughs> people. Funny times for funny, funny people. Times for funny people. <laughs> All right. The next scene is oh, called man. Yoda communes with Qui Gon. Now this scene's huge. This scene the, gives some backstory to that random conversation Yoda has with Obi Wan at the end of the movie. Bet, yeah. <laughs> FYI, I know all I the talked, Jedi are dead. I but I I I talked to Qui Gon. <laughs> yeah. Can you believe I totally it? forgot yeah. to tell you this. So here he is talking to him, but the he, voice is hilarious. He's on an asteroid. It's obviously by not the way. Liam Neeson. Liam it's Neeson did not. Do Liam any Neeson was yeah not well, available. We heard in interviews that he said like he just turned it down. Is that true? Well, I I mean maybe he, because of unavailability. But they shot this scene. They did a thinking he would come back. They and thought do some they were going to get to do it. Yeah. I think this scene was cut because he wouldn't or couldn't. Because this do scene it. is visualized. It's on an asteroid. The effects are finished. The, it's all done. It's all Yoda's CGI. There. Yoda's totally yeah. finished. The background's totally finished. What is this asteroid? We never see this asteroid again. It's not in the no, movie. No, this is the base. No, you, that establishing shot's there. This is where they meet with uh, with Bail Organa at a point. Really? This I is this remember. is where Padme's babies are born. Oh, I'm telling you, they use the same establishing shot here. Um, okay, well, I don't remember it because I mean, it doesn't make any sense. But Yoda's sitting with his eyes closed, and there's just voiceover of Qui Gon. But it's not. He hasn't even but introduced himself. It's a really himself. funny voice. Yeah, he's just like, uh, "Hey, Yoda." It's <laughs> obviously just a fill-in going. Okay, yeah. I'll do this real quick. But I, I found a way to transcend life and death. It's a little creepy because he's saying force. like, "You'll be the most powerful Jedi ever." Can we put the voice on? Because it's the funniest voice. You don't have the clip, do you? Uh, no, I, d- I didn't pull that. Clip. We could add it later. When I became one with the Force, I made a great discovery. You will learn to merge with the Force at will, but you will still retain your consciousness. 
You will become more powerful than any Jedi could imagine. That's supposed to be Qui-Gon Jinn. The it, Force. It sounds like the um, like Apple, the Apple like Mac talk. talk. Mac Talk, yeah, yeah. where it's just like yeah. the Force. It's yeah. got this sort of like bass sound yeah. effect. You will be the most powerful <laughs> Jedi. Also, he's not talking. It's like a it's like a away message or like leaving yeah. like a voicemail or <laughs> yeah. something. It's like uh, crazy. Hey, I'm Qui Gon. I can't Yoda get doesn't to the react. Phone Yoda's right now. not like I have some questions about this. Yeah, I have transcended <laughs> death. I have become more powerful than you can imagine. Y- y- leave Yoda's a message just after the sitting beat. there, and then Organa shows up, and he's like, like "Oh, oh Obi Wan, okay, I'll get back to Obi Wan's called." Yeah. Uh, weird scene. <laughs> what a weird scene. What do you think? What do you think Jimmy Smith's face looked like at the premiere of Revenge of the Sith when he's like, "Oh, literally every shot I'm in, yeah, except one got cut. That's neat. It's yeah, it's it, true. It is astounding how Jimmy Smith is in almost every one of these deleted scenes. Yeah, like we of were, because he's like fifth build on IMDb, and we were like, how do you get up that high? Clearly in the script, he had like a role. Yeah, yeah, and now he's it's well, like and a he's camera. gonna take one of the kids. Like they're yeah. setting him up for yeah. for big, big, big things. And this also and establishes failure. that he has a relationship <laughs> yes. with Padme. That you know yeah. that they were allies. I mean, all of this. So I mean, why Anakin was so quick to flip on Padme. Love that the, ship, though, huh? That ship is great. No Love bits. Great ship. ship. That's Smith ship bits. So those are the Same deleted scene thing. guns we did. I mean, Ooh. it is. It's a whole other movie with these scenes, right? Yeah. Wouldn't you agree? It's still not a good movie, but it's a different no. movie. It's a movie. It's, it's a, a little better movie. It's it's a more sensical movie. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if it's good, but at least you know it does help out, like uh, filling a it lot. It wouldn't of be the as gaps. frustrated. Be like, well, I can understand why this yeah. person did this. Yeah, yeah. Your criticism would more be like, oh, I don't like the acting or the visuals. Hey, right? What Not are we, the story. Why don't we talk about scenes we would have liked to add? Okay, I've got one. Everyone add a scene, Ben. Uh, the Jedi play a, a game of basketball. The council like puts together like a basketball now, game. Now that sounds that sort of sounds like X Men, where it would be like you know there'd always be like or Avatar. Yeah, oh they're playing baseball, yeah. Yeah. like and then we get to see them use their cool powers, like oh a little bit of fun, you know. Yeah. But the Jedi's aren't allowed to have fun. I think that would have been a really fun scene. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna play your your game here a little bit. Okay. Um, oh. Mike just said that like there's I'll play your resentfully. Game. Whoa. Uh, there's this interesting character at the end that's standing next to uh, uh, Vader and the Emperor. Uh, uh, what's his name? Tarkin. And, and, Tarkin. and in the credits, his his name is Tarkin. And weirdly he's high billing. I would have loved to get a little bit of uh, more backstory on that guy. Who's that guy? Who are just like the suits? You know, we know the Sith, but who are the people who are just like, doing that guy menial seems like, evil I day bet jobs. he has an interesting backstory because I bet he plays like a larger role later. He, he makes it to the fucking podium with Palpatine and Vader. It's like yeah. that's just, it's the three of them. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's a really you know, good I, call. I feel he deserved a little more than a cameo. You know what would have yeah, been cool? If instead of him, Watto was just flying, hovering there. Like, yeah. you know, it's like Vader and Palpatine looking out at the, the, the thing being built. And then, and then, just and then there Vader too. and Watto look at each other. They both nod in, yeah, in acknowledgement like, and like, then stare at the Death Star. Glad you, you know, like, glad, glad you, you could be here. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you want my This d- means something to me. Do you have a deleted scene, David? I don't know. You go ahead. This is the scene I wish was in the movie. Funny times for funny people. It's, I mean, it's going to be, this scene's going to have everything. It's going to have laughs, it's going to have chills, it's going to have thrills. Wow. Uh, you know the bar where they chase Sam Wessel to? Yeah, in the second movie. Right. Destix. Right. They just, I think that's actually yeah. the name of the bar. Yeah. Destix. They, they cut back to that bar, Okay. like in the middle of Order 66. They cut back <laughs> to that bar, just to like a little palate cleanser. And like a bunch of people are drinking, slumped over at the bar, they're all like pissed off. And then the DJ throws on, I want you back by the Jackson 5. And then it's just like, who hits the dance floor? Gragra, Watto, Tarpal. All the old favorites. TC14. Oh, she's dead. 
No, she's alive. Is she rebuilt? Like, can you tell? They said like tape on her. Yeah, do you and remember she looks TC14? Better than ever. Rebuilt gets rebuilt. Like, t- of course, yeah. TC14. Of course, still alive. Yes. the donut shit blew up though. Let's not forget. I feel I, I feel like I'm bringing some past sort of anger into this. I, I you know, I'm not trying to. I'm trying to give you a no, platform guys, to defend your work. We have George Lucas on this show. We have George Lucas on the show. Sure. This is a huge opportunity. This is what we wanted the whole time. We're we're trying to make sense of these films. That's what we're doing. I mean, we sort of view ourselves as uh, uh, pop culture investigators, detectives. I guess so. Maybe I'm just one could say that's man. a better branding hook. Well, I'm here to. I can answer any questions you have. Okay. Obviously, I, these are. This is the story I wanted to tell. Yeah. Um, well, let's get on to that. So, so Phantom Mass comes out in 1999. That's right. Great year for movies. It was. Yeah. It was a, a banner year for American cinema. Yeah. I don't know what else came out. Uh, a lot, a lot of stuff. I mean. But so you're saying just on the basis of Phantom Menace alone, it was a yeah, great. Yeah, I don't year remember what movies. else came out, but I know it was a great year. That for was movies. definitely. I mean, that was the number one box office film of that year. Yeah. I know Toy Story two, my favorite movie of all time, came in that year. Hey, uh, Pixar. Oh, you founded Pixar. Yeah, well, you know. Or you didn't found it, but, found you, it, but I, you, I, you owned I, it for a while. I owned it, and then uh, it was bought for me. But yeah, you still sold I get to the Steve credit. Jobs. Okay, yeah, we got to we got to talk about the Star Wars movies, but sure. I not the quick side. I can't bar. help it if I point out. No, no, because I mean, I want to stay focused because this is what this podcast is now, about. And and they did the stained glass man on in Young Sherlock Holmes. Young right, Sherlock which Holmes, which I right. misidentified yes, as being from Young Indiana Jones, which was also a George Lucas production. Yes. Um, Pixar. You buy it. At the time, uh, they have, I think, three animators on staff. Uh, John Lasseter, uh, Andrew Stanton, and Pete Docter. Sure. Uh, all three of whom have gone on to win Academy Awards. Yeah. You, after a couple years, sell the company because it is uh, losing money and yeah. you don't see a reality in which it will ever turn a profit. Sure. I mean, that's one way to spin it. I, I believe that's... I still get credit for it, you know? Well, my question is, d- does it burn at all? You're a man of tremendous success. Mm. Uh, you've broken records in both directions. Yeah. Um, do you look at Pixar, the most consistently successful movie studio in, in history, oh, arguably? Hey, I still ended up getting all that money. From when you sold it? Yeah. So how no, much? No, no, in the end, the money came back to me in the end. Pixar goes on to make all that money for Disney, and then I end up getting that Disney money. That's a good point. Money always comes back to Jordan. Look, I, I, <laughs> is, I that do... your... <laughs> is that your catchphrase? No, that's not a catchphrase. The house always wins. Fact. I want to get back to the point that you were making, which is the first... Yeah. Movie has tons of Jar Jar Binks, delightful characters. Give them what they want because face. things are relatively. We're in a good place in Phantom Menace. There's some bad business going on. Bad it's business. a little bit under the surface. Mm-hmm. It's going to get a lot worse. It's going to get a lot worse. And he does part have of the a part, grin. part of the reason he he's grinning part so of the wide. Reason, if you guys could see this. Part of the reason why you deprive the audience of Jar Jar in episodes two and three is that's the audience will feel it. They absorb it. They think, why the lack is it, of comedy. It's not as much fun now. The lack of smiles. Things are less fun than they yeah. used to be. <laughs> and that's a cl- loud and clear message. To what ultimate end? What's the payoff there? You take him away so they feel the absence and then you never bring him back. His final I did mo- bring him back. He's sad when... Yeah, that's funeral, my point. So the, the final scene. payoff is you see him shed a single well, tear? That's what I want to get this to. Restraint. The final payoff of the whole movies is Restraint. that, is that the uh, uh, galaxy collapses into ruin. Yep. And is controlled by a tyrant. Yep. And the Jedi are massacred. Right. And our hero turns into a villain. Yep. And his legs get chopped off and he's set on fire and he gets put into a like metal sort of iron lung. Sure. So like that's a pretty down there's not a lot of up. No. 
course not. The only up really is not. that his two kids are alive. Oh, I'd love to hear you guys. You should. Do, you know what? I have a suggestion for your next podcast. You should uh, read all the Shakespeare plays, and then have William Shakespeare come in here to defend ha- the end of Hamlet. Well, that's That'd not a problem. We couldn't book the real William Shakespeare because he's dead. No, but I bet you have a lot of problems. We don't do bits. A lot of problems with the ending of Hamlet. I don't have any problems with the ending of Hamlet because Hamlet was structured from the beginning to be a tragedy. Well, this was structured from the beginning to be a tragedy. Wait, wait, when the kid's saying yippee and he's running around with a space Caribbean? Yeah, and ha- Hamlet's having fun at the beginning of that. Yeah, I forgot Hamlet has that big pod race scene at the beginning. Remember that first well, act of Hamlet? First of all, Shakespeare... Billy Crystal is in Hamlet. Let's not forget. A, a version of Hamlet. <laughs> Billy Crystal isn't in the and original also, text of Hamlet. what about Hamlet 2? Hamlet 2 uh, is a lot more fun than Hamlet That's 1. a loose sequel. That's a loose <laughs> sequel and you know it. <laughs> Well, there's none of the same characters. It sounds like you're criticizing me for things that I did on purpose. I'm trying not to criticize you. I'm trying to make sense of this, okay? All Could right. we ask about uh, the directing of Jake Lloyd? Yes, great sure. question. Uh, so you bring in, yeah, that's a great Poet question. Poet Laureate. This yeah. is why we have we you We asked here. you what Phantom Menace was about, and you focused on Anakin. Sure. I still think we can get a better also, answer out of that, but we'll get back to that So later. we've got Jake Lloyd. You bring him in. Yeah. What, what, what about Jake Lloyd spoke to you when you were casting? Yeah, talk about the casting process. Um, if you ever saw Unhook the Stars, Jake Lloyd's very good in that movie. Yes, by yes. we Cassavetes. agree with that. Yeah. Yes, we've said um, that in the past. That's obviously got a different acting style than the, than the prequels do. Naturalistic, uh, uh, human. Jake, Jake gets a lot of, uh, early on there were naysayers. I think they would be a little bit hard on Jake, but I think if you look at the uh, the baseline acting style that I established for the whole movie, I think Jake Lloyd's acting holds up with, it holds up with, Liam Neeson, Ewan McGregor, I think it, across Untrue. the board. Un- I, categorically incorrect. I would say he's a little uh, he's a little more one note. You're actually going to sit here in this room, look me in the eyes, and tell me that Jake he's... Lloyd is delivering the same level of performance yes. as Liam Neeson in that film. I would say you that. You are a sociopath. No. George Lucas, you are a sociopath. I would say that. You I would, would say, say that. that. Okay, yes. well, you're a lunatic. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I didn't know I'm you were going to be this angry. I didn't either. No, I really thought. Uh, I think no, you I, should relax. I have to relax. Yeah, I'm sorry, seriously. Dave, you no, take the next this question. Is exact, I got it. No, I, I would say the reason you're angry is because you should be angry after you watch these movies. That's the point. So it's seven. What do you? Yeah. What do you? So they're just so skipping four, five, I, I and pitched, six. And I pitched some ideas. Uh, JJ, JJ Abrams is directing it, but oh, I have not had it. Oh, hold on one second. They're coming out with a script in December. When no, it, so they're in pre-production. A, no, no, it's done apparently, and it's going to come out. I, I'll be seeing it like an audience member with everybody else. Wait, but so you're going from episode three straight to episode seven? Yeah, they're going to fill in the blanks later. What's That's the so idea? weird. No, what? no. Um, good. What there, Ben? Well, I mean, what? I've already, <laughs> the episodes four, five, and six uh, are available on Blu-ray. Um, I, uh, those are all, you can see those. Okay, George, I those... know this has not been a very civil interview, oh, wait, and I've been fucking with wait, you a lot, but hold, this is not Ben's funny. got something. Ben's this got something. This isn't a Ben's funny got thing something. to talk about. Old Ben? So, old Ben's got something. Old Ben, producer Ben's Ben peeping on something. Ep- there's an episode four. No, there isn't. Yeah, no. This no. Is not, how would we I'm not seeing, know about Griffin, that, Griffin, you're not facing his screen. I'm seeing it. It's called, there's a Darth Vader It's called A New Hope. When it it came out? out in 1977. That's impossible, Ben. That's that's 30 I years swear earlier. To God, we, there's, I, that's I, impossible. I hate bits, but we have talked a lot about there's one movie in your canon that we kept forgetting the name of. Yeah, but I thought it was another like a character Guys, there's drama. two yeah. others. Well, there's, there's like THX 139. I know why. What are you talking about? I know why. Look, just look. Actually, though, you've got the dates wrong on that. Those were rough drafts of movies that I came out with. The real... Uh, Episodes four, five, and six came out in the nineties. Do you understand how hard it is to believe anything you say with with answers <laughs> no, like that? But what I are you talking no, about? I understand I where you're confused. You're- in the nineteen nineties, I finished the original trilogy just a few years before Phantom Menace. Uh, a New Hope is episode four. Empire Strikes Back is episode five. Return of the Jedi is episode six. They came out the same year. 
I released three movies in one year, brand new, and those are the movies. I did test screenings in 1977 uh, and, the, and the early 1980s of episodes four, five, and six. They went very well. Probably the most successful test screenings in but the you really, But you really refined them in 96. But the, the actual movies themselves came out in the 1990s, and that's why you might be confused. So just to clarify, sure. the first film chronologically came out in 1999. Yes. Second came out in 2002. Mm-hmm. Third came out in 2005. Oh, that's right. In 1997. That's right. That's the year. You released, quote unquote, three movies simultaneously that were shot in the 70s and 80s. That's right. We shot them in the 70s, but not all of them. We finished them. They, they, were, they took a long time to make. We did some test screens. It went very well uh, in 77, re-released for a second round of test screens in 78. Then rather than completing the fourth one, we said, let's uh, make the second and third one, do test screenings of those. And then eventually we'll release the final version of those in 1997. And now there's a seventh one coming out in a month. But I don't have anything to do with that. But I see why J.J. Abrams, creator of Felicity, directed creator it? Creator Felicity, uh, a screenwriter of um, uh, uh, Guarding Henry. Joyride. He, he rewrote Joyride. Can he wrote you process Armageddon. this, David? This is huge. Uh, you know, I, I just have one thing to say, which is that I hate bits. Well, I hope all you listeners enjoyed today's ep. I know for me, it was a reminder of just how proud I am of this show, and I know it will continue to evolve, and I will have way too many nicknames, and the episodes will all probably be like three hours long, Um, but on behalf of Griffin, David, and myself, we love making this podcast and are thankful for everyone's support out there. Uh, Later this week, we'll have a final best of out from our episodes on the original trilogy and holiday special. Next week, we'll have an episode on M. Night's new movie, Split. And then we will begin our new miniseries on director Steve Spielberg, The DreamWorks Years, uh, which uh, we're going to be calling Pod Me If You Cast. All right, this has been producer Ben. Uh, and taking us out is a supercut with our favorite moments with, I don't know, this Chewbacca character. Yoda's off on some planet with these things called Wookiees that is this like bizarre diversion. Whole other episode. Even for this movie is really weird. other episode. It is so weird. I agree with you that it sets up literally nothing. (laughs) It's a planet Kashyyyk. It's these hairy... Yeah, these Wookiees, including like a Wookiee called Chewbacca who he like is like, hello Chewbacca, it's nice to meet you. You you know, we are great friends with you. I think he wants to get like the big furry dudes to be, to join the Clone troopers, but Wookies. I think they're good called relations with the Wookies. Yeah. I have yeah. or something. He right. says something like right. that. Which you don't know anything about. I, don't even talk. I don't think. No. That fucking Wookie. <laughs> <laughs> Not we powerful, talked about this last week. How weird it Chewbacca. is. Yoda is so nice to this random Wookie called Chewbacca. Who is he paying off to get this kind of billing? I bet he's the fucking fourth build in this movie. He's Chewbacca. high build in if, this movie. If that, yeah. he's barely in he's it. He's barely in it. He doesn't do anything. What kid wants to eat Chewbacca? What kid remembers Chewbacca? Like the Wookiee stuff. I thought that battle with the Wookiees was pretty cool. I like the Wookiees, they seem like an interesting thing. What's, where where are they coming there? from? Where what the fuck is this know. shit? And then they, he and climbs you know, onto that one Wookiee's head and goes, I'll miss you, Chewbacca. <laughs> we've talked about this five weeks fuck? in a row. Why the fuck is that important? Who the Every fuck is Chewbacca? guest we've had on has pointed that out. It's Who two the minutes. fuck is this one guy he's singling out? Yeah, why is he just friends with this one guy? And he, and he has like a good relationship with the Wookiee I have. Yeah. Since when? Yeah. So apparently you were buddies with this one guy, Chewbacca. Cool, man. 
I think there's two Wookiees. It looks like Chewbacca, although it's he doesn't say like, his name. But it, also, I feel like you guys are making a bigger deal of Chewbacca than he is in the sit in the movie. Because in the I movie, like it's it. just they just they're just like Chewbacca. You know, Yoda's just like it's blah, just blah, that, blah, it's that Yoda line. And it's then the Yoda, Yoda line. Leaves. It's yeah. the Yoda line where he's like, "We've always been friends," and you're like, mm-hmm. "I don't think he doesn't even say that." He, he says, he goes, "Chewbacca, thank you so much for speaking at my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> that time you gave me a loan of five thousand dollars." I feel like he's cute. just like, "Thanks, Chewbacca, for like, you helped save me. You two Wookies helped save me. You wrote a college recommendation <laughs> for my kid." <laughs> One time, quickly to process, and then yeah. you can leave. What are the three titles of these films? Because there was a lot to process at once. I need to hear the new... I, d- I just found out that three new Star Wars movies exist. Uh, Star Wars A New Hope, the special edition. Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back, special edition. Star Wars Return of the Jedi, special edition. Those are the three titles of the three films. Thank you for being you here. Are and they follow the same monster. exact plot lines uh, as, what you're, as the prequels. They mirror them. I did them uh, ring style. Um, I don't even know what to say. Oh, I mean, Ring Style. Is Darth Vader in them? Uh, yeah. Wait, is Jimmy Smith in them? No. Oh, Dexter Jester? No. Uh, Watto? No. CC14? No. Gragra? No. So none of our fair characters. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, I have a question. What about this Chewbacca guy? Is he in it? Oh, yeah. I brought Chewbacca back. God damn it! <laughs> Are you fucking kidding? Yeah. 